spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here this Friday. Another Friday is upon us. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday wherever you are. Uh, however late it is that you're tuning in. Maybe you're watching live. Maybe you're watching later on in the archives. I do appreciate you tuning in. My name is Henrik. This is Red Eyes TV. And as usual, of course, on Fridays, uh, we do... Look at that spelling error right there. Flashback Friday. That's what it's supposed to say. <clears throat> What's going on here? Uh, flashback. Oh, and actually, that that's actually correct though. But uh, I'm sure there'll be some other ones uh, later on. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> September third, 2021. We're uh, heading into September. We're in September, uh, and of course, starting to get cold uh, for some of you guys. Um, and uh, I'm kind of looking forward to autumn, though. I gotta say, uh, I do uh, appreciate it more and more as time goes by. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the insane measures uh, that's going to uh, strike down though uh, as we're going to fall i mean it's already begun we'll talk about some of that today uh but uh yeah it's <laughs> it's begun in some parts already uh, and it's going to be a shit show here uh come october november winter of course going to be out of control uh, but, uh, you know, we've been trying to warn you, uh, you're going to, you're going to see it's going to happen. Uh, we did actually first have a, a guest host line up for today, but unfortunately he had to cancel, uh, kind of last minute. He told me early uh, this morning, uh, not his fault. He had an emergency. So no worries. It was going to, we're going to have raging, uh, dissident on the show. Uh, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy McKenzie, uh, out of Canada to talk about the situation uh, with Trudeau, you know, he's doing his snap election campaign. Uh, and it's kind of funny to watch because he basically can't set foot anywhere in Canada without being screamed at and run off. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, we do have a, tr a couple of tribute clips to, on the Trudeau situation a little bit later. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Raging Dissident couldn't make it. Um, and the reason Lana isn't here is uh, uh, nothing uh, with her health or anything like that, in case someone's wondering. Uh, we're just in between uh, sitters right now. And so she's uh, watching the kids. That's uh, that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, we ha we were lucky enough to be living in um, university towns slash cities, but of town well towns I guess before. So it's a bit easier to find. Uh, but we have a couple of options coming up here. But uh, she wanted to spend some time with the kids. So solo show with me today. But we'll have a good we'll have a good time nonetheless, boys and girls. I do I do promise. Uh, I'm not gonna not not gonna disappoint. We aim to please here. Uh, a lot of important things to go through as usual, of course. If you want to join us today, enterprisestream.live slash TV. That's a great option. Helps support supports the show as well. Not sure if they have a little wonky. I think it's up and running over there. Sometimes uh, you can have to start it a few times. Uh, but it should be up and running, I think. 
If not, oh well, it's outside of my control. I've been trying to do what I, what I can. We're also trying another uh, super, super Chat service uh, called Cointree. Uh, and that's for those of you who like uh, crypto. And you can actually associate a message with your, uh, with your crypto uh, Super Chat. So they have, what do they have over there? Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Dash that you can associate or attach, I should say, a message with as well. Uh, so if you want to check that out, that's Cointree, and you have to put a dot before the last two E's there. So it's cointr.ee, Cointree, forward slash Red Eyes TV. Uh, and also, of course, I do try to keep an eye on Odyssey, odyssey.com, at Red Eyes TV uh, slash live. We're over there as well. Thank you to everyone joining us over on Odyssey. I do appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I think we should uh, dive deep into some of the topics here. I think we'll begin it on a lighter note. I see Brad Gremba over on the Entropy Stream. Good to see you, Brad. Thank you, sir. Always a very generous uh, donor from uh, Brad. Never expect it, but we're always very uh, appreciative of you, Brad. Thank you so much, man. You're a, you're a, you're a rock when it comes to uh, support for Red Eyes. Thank you, sir. Hope you're doing well. It's always a pleasure having you here. I see uh, Jimmy Fallis over there, too. I think I read out, by the way, I was we were doing a segment on, was it Jimmy Kimmel? Um, he was doing his anti-white uh, rant, right? Or, or he was reading this, the U.S. Census, right? Um, and the audience were cheering, right? That it was like a l fewer white people were being born. A fewer, finally, whites are on the, you know, f the whites are retreating, and everyone was applauding. And of course, they have these, you know, signs where they, they like the uh, applaud now, you know, cheer and applaud now. Uh, so of course, it was a total, you know, setup, and he had surprise or whatever. Uh, then it turns out that he, together with another uh, guy over there at NBC, had been grooming, grooming kids and fans uh, of Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live when he was part of that. Uh, but anyway, I think I inadvertently called him, uh, maybe appropriately so, Jimmy Fallis uh, instead of Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I can't, what's the other, there's another Jimmy, right? Jimmy, well, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, uh, not Door, but Jimmy um, Kimmel. And then there's another Jimmy, I forget what his name is. But anyway, Jimmy, <coughs> excuse me. Fallas is a good name. Uh, anyway, Jimmy Fallas says, hello, hello, Henry. Good to see you. Give our regards to Lana and the kiddos. Will do. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Uh, Cockfree Zone is here as well. Looks like you're feeling better. Here's to a great weekend. Well, uh, school to you, Cockfree Zone. Appreciate it. Yeah. Whatever it is we we had, uh, it's um, definitely um, like 95% out, I'd say. There's still something, though, lingering in what I get, like fatigue and stuff. And, and whatever it is that we're at, I, I think there's a lot of people that have mentioned that, too. Actually, uh, Jeremy Raging Dissident that we had on today, he had he apparently had it back in, like, 20... Was it 2020? Maybe even 20... No, it was getting 2020, yeah. Uh, very similar symptoms and stuff. But, you know, if you watch the latest No-Go Zone, you know my take on this. I think that this, as we go into autumn, I actually think we're going to start seeing you know, like genuine deaths from this thing. It's, it's, so, so it seems to be that the virus, the, the potential plan of this bioweapon that has been released was to begin on a level where it's not as severe, but that as the mutations come, and, and, and yes, that's part of the vaccination program as well, and yes, those who are, you know, triple jabbed, quadruple jabbed, you know, pentas, hexa jabbed, uh, septua jabbed, whatever it'll turn into, all those people will also succumb, not all of them, but many, I think, to uh, to the uh, the uh, lowered immunity that comes with it and then the other associated um, adverse reactions and injuries. Uh, and, of course, yes, they will pay, they will pin that on the unvaccinated. Then we'll say this is just straight-up COVID and stuff. We have some stuff on that later on, too, how they're rearranging the numbers on that. But I do, I have to say, I do think that there's something 
there's something happening here when there's more and more people that actually are going to start succumbing to their, their, their injuries of this, whatever it is, um, virus, engineered, bioweapon, call it what you will, uh, as the variants get worse and worse. And, and it feels like that's that's been part of the game plan. And so those who don't fold and submit eventually... We're out here and we're just saying, look, they're all screaming wolf. This is not happening. We get, you know, we, we, we drop our guards to a certain extent. And then you can very well be, be infected. I mean, there's some people that are like, you know, it, it, it's all, I put it this way. It's almost like they're spraying something over like the red states in the U.S., right? There's certain areas, I think, in, in some European, uh, you know, countries like this too. But it's almost like they, wa- they want this to be a... Uh, it's a conservative disease. In fact, I have an MSNBC clip of, of Rachel Maddow's sister talking about that later too. This basically, it's a, you know, and you know, you might not be, and we might not be, you know, calling ourselves Republicans. But the point stands. They, we know what they mean when they say that. They say anybody who's not on their side, basically, a conservative, a nationalist. Anyway, um, yeah. So let me see here. What do we What do we have here? First up, China based China. Look at this. Where am I? Where's my screen at here? Uh, let's go over there. Uh, from Breitbart here, uh, China, of course, while while they seem to be doing fairly well after uh, being part of releasing the uh, the <laughs> the bio weapon, uh, remember that they were trying to find measures of of defeating um, the the uh, feminization of males. We talked about that a while back. Well, here's an, uh, another one here: uh, male girly behavior banned. China crackdown. As they kiss, kicks, kiss, as they kicks sissy men off TV, based, very based, I gotta say. Uh, very, very based. China. China did nothing wrong. I, I'm not sure what to say here. I'm, I'm all confused. Uh, China's government banned effeminate men on TV until broadcasters Thursday to promote revolutionary culture. Well, I don't, you know, I don't agree with that part, uh, especially not their version of revolutionary culture. You know, maybe there's some that are a little bit better than that. But whatever, the point stands. Good for them, right? Broadening a campaign to tighten control over businesses and society and enforce official morality. Uh, we, we basically have this in the in the West, but it's a reverse version of this, right? We have a, exactly the same totalitarian style uh, enforcement and behavioral protocols and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, but it's just like, but but male behavior is is disincentivized. It's frowned upon, right? So you, you'll see a complete reversal. It'll be great when, uh, you know, these guys line up or, or, you know, maybe even together with a few other countries like India, Russia or something, who knows, to fight, you know, uh, weakened, feminized Western forces. <laughs> it's, uh, it'll be great. It'll be fantastic, right? Holy crap. Jimmy Fallon over on Entropy Stream says, uh, Jimmy Fallon is the name you're thinking of. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. I know, but there's like one guy. That's right. Okay, so that's right. See, this is my confusion. Jimmy Kimmel. That's right. That's the that's the other uh, dickhead, right? That's right. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and and I called him Jimmy Fallis, I think. But uh, yeah, thank you for the clarification there, uh, Mr. Fallis. Appreciate that. Signwolf, thank you, sir. Good to see you. Some shekels for the babysitter payment fund. Yeah, well, that's, well, well, actually, now we don't have it then, but uh, we otherwise we do uh, we do appreciate that because that uh, that's what it takes. It takes a little fun to. Uh, have some help on that front, so appreciate it. Thank you, Sun Wolf. Uh, Jimmy Fallis again says, uh, or to put it this way, I was choosing between Jimmy Fallis and Ellen DeGeneres for usernames, and uh, Jimmy won out. Yeah, I think, uh, especially if you are a male on the other way, other end there, Anon, uh, I think that's definitely the better way. But I like uh, Ellen DeGeneres, though. It's, uh, it's not a bad name. Uh, Black Phillips says, Henrik, you and Lana are huge proponents of natural vitamin D for strong immune system. Yes, absolutely. Do you think the Audience should be hiking. Is that what I'm reading? Yeah, hiking as much as they can. 
I mean, or you mean hiking like in, is that? Oh, no, okay. Let me read it again. I'm misunderstanding. Do you, <laughs> do you think the audience should be hiking as much as they can or just go for simple walks to get natural sunlight? That's right. Vitamin D is food, uh, found in foods, but sun is best. Yes. <clears throat> so I think, <clears throat> I think this, of course, is one of the reasons why they try to keep so many people inside. Then you have the oxygen, oxygen depri deprivation with the masks and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, but but yes, I, I mean, absolutely. Be, being out in the sun is the absolute best way. And uh, I mean, again, this is one of the reasons why, you know, in Sweden you had a lot of uh, uh, people, uh, Somalis and, uh, you know, whatever sub-Saharan African countries uh, that they pinned on COVID deaths and stuff like that. And and, and I think there's still some truth to that. I, th I think that it, it's obviously they're not meant to be in that climate, especially during winter time, right? They just cannot absorb vitamin D uh, enough. Uh, and they don't talk about that because then that would mean racial differences and stuff. So they just pretend like nothing, you know, but the, but it, this was like pinned on the Swedish state, just like they were like intentionally murdering blacks because it was like they did their COVID measures weren't like, you know, rigorous enough or whatever. Uh, I mean, there are some really good um, vitamin D3, uh, specifically D3 sources that you can take to supplement with uh, if you're worried and if you don't get enough and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, if you're out in the sunlight, I, I forget exactly how much it takes, but a certain set of exposure each day. Uh, but it depends very much on the angle of the sun and what time of day you're out and stuff like that too. So, But uh, yeah, out is the best kind. But if you can't do that because of other reasons, do the D3, do natural sources, uh, avoid some of the you know magnesium sterates and some of these things in, in there. That, it's not the end of the world, but you know you want to have it as clean as possible, basically, right? Uh, they've started these liposomal things now, which I, I've seen it in vitamin C. I'm not sure if that's much better or something. I would assume it's it's because it, it, it helps to deliver to your cells or something like that. Uh, Jimmy B says, Henrik, uh, yourself and Lana commented, uh, commented to me on one of your videos last week that Brian Eno turned out to be an idiot, so less of him these days. I was just curious about that. Is he an anti-white or is he just an asshole? Love you guys. So I rem so Brian Eno was basically like teaming up with all these, uh, let me see if I can find, it was like on the migration issue, which I, you know, would essentially make him anti-white, right? Um, what was it, the UN or something or... Uh, was the not the World Health Organization? He was like a, it was a sort of the goodwill, um, a goodwill ambassador. What do they call that again? It was so, he was something like this. He's, ba he's basically part of the of the global homo elite, you know, in that way. And that's why I just like I didn't like the guy. I can find the exact details, but I'm 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 po I'm positive he was part of one of these groups, and he was like you know with the the Bono crowd and all that stuff. So I just didn't like the guy. Uh, but thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. Uh, okay, let me see here. Let's uh, move along here, folks. What else do we have here in the bag? Oh, um, since we're on China, check this out. Not a big surprise, of course. They're you know they're developing and, and very advanced weaponry. They have Takamak reactors. They have all kinds of stuff, which the West has basically just handed over to these guys. Uh, and sure, maybe they would have done it on their own or whatever. Uh, but the reality is we have given them so much, right? So much of this technology and stuff like that. But now they're, um, uh, they've developed an advanced electromagnetic pulse weapon that have managed to take down unmanned aircraft uh, with its, uh, within first known field tests uh, of this technology. Chinese scientists have tested a powerful electromagnetic pulse weapon, EMP. The experiment saw a large aircraft brought down while flying at uh, almost 5,000 feet. It's China's first 
publicly recorded test of EMP weapons in catch-up race with the U.S. So here's some, I guess, some animations of how that looks or something like that. Uh, but yeah, watch out because these guys, uh, when when the uh, when the fake and gay, you know, war ramps up uh, between them and the West, which I still think they they have on the table at some point. Uh, we'll have a decimated army, maybe even because of the vaccines and stuff like that, mandatory vaccines. If nothing, nothing else, people just quitting because they don't want it. Uh, diminished uh, technological capability. And while we spend time on, uh, you know, women's studies and, you know, tra- you know, military doing trans reassignment surgeries and stuff like that, China's like, they're developing weapons. They're like, you know, choking out feminine behavior among males and stuff like that. They know what they're doing. They, they definitely know what they're doing. Oh, and speaking about new technology, uh, I wanted to play this too with uh, Rage, uh, Raging uh, Disney on the show because this is a company, company out of Canada. Uh, look at this uh, little clip here. Exoskeletons. You guys remember that? Well, the sci-fi shows? Well, it's, uh, it's coming. It's happening. Check this out. There's a narration of this here. Uh, this is created by a team at Prostasis Mech Rising, I think it was. The 15-foot-tall suit has no controller, blah, 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 but they has, a, a, I think, some kind of joystick or something. Uh, wait a minute. No, instead, it relies on the pilot's limbs to control the movement. Okay, so it's basically like what you saw in Avatar and Alien and stuff like that, uh, giving you, uh, they say here, complete control uh, over this, I don't know, what do we call it, a, a bug man? The claim it requires training and skills. I'm sure the Taliban could take this over if they if we give it to them. Uh, so they are calling this an actual sport now, I guess. The Canada-based company will travel to any city in the country. What is that in the uh, just in Canada to deliver their exclusive pilot training program? Here's something for you guys if you want to, you know, prepare for the coming uh, coming war here. As long as 15 people or more sign up for the Alpha, what did it say? Alpha male? No, what does it say? Sorry, let me let me take that again. Uh, the Alpha Mech Pilot Training Reward. There you go. Okay, great. So, what do you guys think? Is this for show, or is it uh, actually um, actually is it actually uh, something to um, to look out for here in the future? Uh, I guess it's, it says it's nine nine thousand pounds. Uh, but anyway, you can support it on... That looks a little bit wonky, though. That definitely looks a little... <laughs> the, the faraway shot didn't look that super, super... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, refined, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's play some clips here. Uh, so we did have a little bit of... Tr- so Trudeau, of course, we've showed a lot of those clips here. Uh, how he's basically been hunted down. He's been screamed at and all that kind of stuff. This is a different article I'm showing here. We'll get to that. Uh, but... Um, he did uh, comment back at some of them screaming at him uh, the other day as he was talking about vaccines and all kinds of crazy stuff uh, that they're pushing on Canada right now. Check out this clip here. So the folks out there tonight shouting, the anti-vaxxers, they're wrong. They are wrong about how we get through this pandemic. And more than just being wrong, because everyone's entitled to their opinions, they are putting at risk their own kids, and they're putting at risk our kids as well. That's why we've been unequivocal. If you want to get on a plane or a train in the coming months, you're going to have to be fully vaccinated. So families uh, with their kids don't have to worry uh, that someone is going to put them in danger in the seat next to them or across the aisle. And we know 
that the way to get through this as well is to make sure that people can go into non-essential businesses and feel safe that they're not going to get uh, catch COVID from someone next to them. And Doesn't the vaccine work we though? We're going to work with provinces and territories who want to move forward on vaccination certifications, on vaccination passports, so that everyone can be safe. And what's more, the federal government has announced we're going to pay uh, for the development of those privileges that you get once you get vaccinated. Because yeah, but the, gov- the government paying for it means the people who are doesn't want it are paying for it. That That's just the, the most dumb argument, right? Everyone needs to get vaccinated, and those people are putting us all at risk. <laughs> and Aaron O'Toole is siding with them instead of with Canadians who did their part and stepped up. He's talking about personal choice. What about my choice to keep my kids safe? What about our choices to make sure we're getting through this pandemic as quickly as we can? But why isn't the vaccine working against that then? That's the, that's the main question you do have to ask yourself. If this is what, why are they worried about what other people do if the point of the vaccine is to protect you? No, no, then it's always says no, no, everybody has to do it. Yeah, but you can't vaccinate everybody on the same split second. That just won't happen. You're telling me that. So it will work if everybody has been vaccinated and everybody has gotten it immediately. And they will just disappear. But if we just have one person who still has it, then it all goes out the window. That's not kind of logical, is it? There's no, you take it, it works, it, 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 that's good, right? And then we've learned, and we'll talk about Israel in a moment here, that the, 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 like the top, number one vaccinated country and it's the top COVID spreading country right now as well, right? Um, but anyway, let's 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 uh, listen to the last portion here of it. it. It's still just very dumb. The arguments. Uh, if it protects you, what do you worry about, right? But that's not what they're. It, somehow, it only works if everybody has done it exactly at the same time. That's the choice we've all made. Canadians have shown it in being there for each other. And I am not going to back down no matter how many of them show up to try and shout us down from what I know to be true, what being science happy. tells us, what science. Canadians have told me, which is people are willing to do their part to get through this pandemic, and that's what we will do together. So no. shame on you, Aaron O'Toole. Shame on you. Shame on you. You need to condemn those people. You need to correct them. This guy's a he's a maniac. So, okay, let me pause there. Uh, but yeah, so that, that that's what he's doing. And of course, we talked about that a while ago too, with the cli- with the climate lockdowns and all that crazy stuff, right? It's coming to Canada. I can play that clip again. Uh, Pat, thank you for the library token over on Odyssey. I do appreciate that. Chris forty sends five. Thank you. He says good to see you, Henrik. Thank you. Good to see you as well. Pat uh, says with uh, five library tokens. Think of those uh, feminized H H B T Q P army. Yeah, soon you can add a, a yeah P, I guess, maybe an I. Uh, there's a number of letters you can add on to that. But thank you, Pat. I appreciate that. Uh, let me scroll down, make sure we're caught up there. I, w- I do want to play that clip with Trudeau real quick uh, because climate lockdowns, is co- Canada is going to help to spearhead that as Australia spearheading the, the prison-like conditions that we're all going to be getting eventually. Uh, and Canada might be first out the gates when it comes to the climate lockdown thing. We'll see. It it, it, it depends on here, right? Uh, Jimmy Fallis says here over on NDP Stream, uh, some Swedish news. ABBA has come out with new music. I saw a screenshot like on the, them on stage. They're like, what, 70 or something now? Uh, but I didn't know what it was about. Uh, healthy nostalgia given today's world. Yeah, I, I never really, I got to admit, I wasn't really big on ABBA. Um, you know, 
Bengt and um, Benny, they they are they have there's some talented uh, you know songwriters there for sure, um, but I never really uh, stuck to it. <clears throat> I like more the Herring uh, named uh, Abba, by the way. That's a true story. Uh, one who came for I think the Herring might have been the first the first named Abba, and uh, then the band came right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Jimmy Fallis. Uh, I'd love to see Trudeau get boost booster on a booster shot on camera like Reagan and Kennedy. Um, did they get was there something with shots for them too with Reagan and Kennedy? Uh, did they do that? Have, has he has Trudeau ever taken a vaccine in front of the cameras? I mean, even if they do, we we still can't be sure. I mean, they might they might just be taking some saline solution. Uh, but uh, we of course we certainly do not hope. Uh, you know, we, we'd certainly wish that they fo follow the medical recommendations uh, of the health agencies in their respective countries because we want these people to be uh, to be safe uh, and we certainly don't want anything to happen to them. Uh, so that's uh, that's what we wish for, of course. Uh, Drops O-Sense says, uh, no two sentences from Trudeau follow logic. Yeah, uh, I know it's pretty crazy. He is... He's kind of in a league of his own, really. I mean, he's 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 on the forefront of the liberal, insane political class uh, that we do have all over the West right now. Uh, but here's that clip with the climate. So so he doesn't say climate lockdowns are coming. What he says is we're going to learn from the COVID situation and we're going to apply that to every other field. This is in uh, Klaus Schwab, like, you know, um, uh, in his tradition, essentially. Right. Like we can we can take this and reform society along our lines on every single topic and issue that we've been trying to transform it on uh, using COVID and using what we've learned during COVID. So this is what I said regarding the climate plan and COVID here. Listen to this. What we learned from this climate, this uh, COVID crisis, we will be applying to the climate crisis, to the housing crisis, to reconciliation, to making sure that everyone has good jobs and careers that carry them through and create opportunities for their kids. Yeah, there you go. So you, you, that's what that's what I'm hearing there. He's like, okay, you're going to apply that to the climate crisis. Okay, well, how how is that going to look, right? So we know that the economy will be reformed, and that's going to happen because they're basically going to crash it, right? They're printing more money than ever. Just brrr. that's not going to work. It's not going to last forever, right? But we knew that these people want to they want to redo capitalism, right? They want to they want to try again. We should find some way where we can just kind of reform the system to turn it into basically a socialist planned economy where we have UBI and therefore dependency on the state and you have to do what they want. If they want you to get a booster shot, you have to crawl and get a booster shot. If uh, Trudeau want to fix the housing crisis that they have in Canada, well, guess what? We have these beautiful pods for you and uh, we have a testing field over here. So while you've tested positive for COVID, uh, we have this temporary um, COVID pod uh, that you can spend a couple of months in, and then you can uh, go right back over to your own, really, your own uh, apartment, uh, mini mini living, right? Uh, no footprint. What is it? The, the tiny homes type style, right? Uh, but ap apartment complexes. Like all, all of this is part of the Agenda 2030 uh, and the, in the extension Agenda 21 and the Sustainable Development Goals, right? We've talked about this. It's all it's all interlocking with each other. The the World uh, you know Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, these are all like UN type organizations, right? Uh, so this is from about a year ago, by the very woman who did the first article on climate lockdowns. By the way, uh, avowed socialist Mariana Mazakatu, uh, the COVID nineteen crisis is a chance to do capitalism differently, right? Remember that headline. And then there was another one too, um, 
and it's from The Guardian as well. Equivalent of COVID emissions drop needed every two years, says the study. Equivalent falls in, uh, in emissions uh, over a decade required to, uh, to, keep, <laughs> to keep to safe limits of global heating, experts say. And then they came out and said, it's actually, it's not enough what happened during the COVID lockdowns. Uh, so we have to do it even even more severe, right? So this is the um, this is the uh, absolute zero document that the UK fires fires organization in the UK released, um, and you basically it's going to be nothing anything that you've been accustomed to when it comes to Western civilization, the conveniences um, that we have collectively kind of you know created for ourselves. That's need to go out the window basically, and you need to be in there uh, under their thumb, under their control. Um, so speaking of Schwab, uh, Klaus Klaus Anal Schwab, uh, he did a longer interview. This is on the World Economic Forum website here uh, with Christine Lagarde, which is heading up the uh, European Central Bank, I believe it is, right? Isn't it? Or is she part of something? Has she moved on now? Maybe she's doing something else. I forget her, her exact position. Uh, but there was a quick outtake here, just about half a minute or so, uh, of the most important things when it comes to connecting again. This is a recent interview, but he keeps repeating this: the COVID, the COVID nineteen crisis, and all of the things we're going to reform uh, thanks uh, to it. Listen to this. What I consider the four foremost challenges uh, we are faced with at this present time: they are COVID, of course, climate change, inclusion, and here uh, I would also particularly address gender parity. And finally, uh, the fourth industrial revolution, the new technologies, how well can we master them in order to make them serving humanity and not harming humanity? <sighs> yeah, of course. Well, <clears throat> define humanity because you're going to reach, you, you're going you're gonna to literally redefine what it means to be human with your fourth industrial revolution. He's talked about that in other clips we've played, right? He talks about how to, we're going to merge your digital identity with your physical identity. And then we're going to update and change that. And of course, now they're transforming you with mRNA technology. And I heard one guy, maybe we have time one day, we actually played, it was a uh, a guy out of uh, Trinidad, Tobago, believe it or not, a <laughs> pretty based guy. Uh, he was talking about how, uh, and I forget what it was, it was something that was like recombinant, uh, something with the, and again, it's I'm, I'm butchering this here, but it was basically talking about how the the mRNA basically is is due to how he claimed it works in your body. It basically turns into a DNA type vaccine. It's not just an, an, an instruction. It actually alters, uh, you know, your DNA. We, we might play that another time. It's kind of interesting. Um, as I say, big if true. Uh, but uh, what the hell? You can't uh, you can't trust the authorities, and you can't trust uh, uh, rando internet uh, people you come across. I haven't heard of the guy before. He's some doctor. But I'll say this though: if I have to, if, if I have to place my eggs in in one basket. It's definitely not with the health authorities. Let me put it that way. Uh, they have done nothing to uh, deserve uh, trust nor respect uh, from us. They have betrayed us, betrayed us at every single uh, you know chance that they've had, uh, basically. And that's why people don't trust. So now the only thing they want to do is they want to force you to trust them. They want to pass laws that say you must trust us. It's incredible. Uh, Der Shirusker over on uh, Entropy Stream says, in about uh, one or two years, we can expect climate lockdowns. Yeah, maybe even sooner. Either it will merge perfectly into the COVID thing, or it will take over that role, like, you know, over, over the course of like a couple of months or something. 
Well, they, or they will run both at the same time. We'll just have to see. Cafresone uh, says, yeah, Klaus looks uh, really sincere in his concern for gender parity. Yeah, <laughs> LOL. They have a, a huge thing with the... I mean, we know what the gender thing is about, right? Feminism, and then it's a trans issue and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it's part of the transhumanist uh, you know, objective, ultimately, right? I don't think we'll have time for it to, today... But I did have a clip, and you know, maybe if we have time, we could play it at the end or something. But it's it's actually an interesting clip on UN agendas, uh, the the UN agenda 2030, and their gender equality program, and how it weaves into their feminist program, and then in this in the extension, uh, the transhumanist program. But that's very much uh, a real thing that they uh, they love to do this. So this is basically what we should do when it comes to Klaus Schwab and their plans, uh, collectively speaking. Uh, we can just uh, pee on it. So one guy actually did that. He uh, peed on a counter. I'm not sure where he is. <laughs> Some fast food restaurant or something. Uh, shouldn't be there to begin with, but what the hell. Uh, so I think he peed on the uh, the um, where the cash register on the counter is uh, to protest uh, mask uh, issues. He was forced to wear a mask. Look at this. really low the source. Let me see if I can turn that up a bit. Shot with a potato. All right, here we go. Here, here it is. <laughs> is that late at evening? Is that like a drunk, a drunkard? All right. <clears throat> well, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, uh, I'm not sure if we can call it civil uh, disobedience or what do you call it, <laughs> but uh, it's something. Uh, it's something. Collectively speaking, uh, of course, uh, we can do that on uh, Klaus Schwab's and their plans, uh, as it were, right? Uh, all right, let me move on here. What do we have? All right, so let's talk about Israel. Israel, now the world's COVID hotspot. It's, uh, it's kind of, it is a little... It's a little surprising, I do. I do must say. Uh, but uh, of course, if you have the view that this is a, uh, if you will, a depopulation or eugenics program, well, let me just let me just uh, sell this to you here, or, or, or bring a bring a little side note to you here. So it seems that the Orthodox community are not at all happy about the vaccine uh, issue here, and of course, if we go back to events such as uh, the Second World War. Well, then the Jewish elites actually sold out many of their um, many of their their uh, Jewish peers uh, in the countries uh, which uh, Germany had taken over and stuff like that. Right? Uh, there were negotiations for a while between uh, Hitler and the Zionists. Right? You have those famous moments with the coin. You have the Star of David on one side and the swastika on the other. It was the the transfer agreement? Right? There's a number of these um, books and works that that detail this. The the attempt essentially. Uh, of of Hitler and Germany to get the Jews out of Europe and may you know have them go to Israel, but uh, then there was these famous quotes by some of the rabbis there at the time who said when when uh, you know when the world is carved up after this thing is over we have to show we have to basically show and I'm paraphrasing this but we have to basically show that we have we have blood in the game we we spilled the blood as well we were also victims here and that could cause us to to get a bigger 
steak at the end of it, a bigger, a bigger piece of the pie as the world is carved up, right? So that, yes, they actually did sell out their own. They're, they could have actually prevented some of the deaths that we saw. Uh, and, and yes, you can discuss how many and all that stuff, and we should, right? But that's not really the point of this. You, I, I'm just saying that the elite Jews... They, they sold their own out, right? And so that could very well be what's happening here. Some people said, too, I, I would argue this, like, this is the, the, the liberal uh, branch that's being, you know, kind of thrown to the wolves here. Then you do have another concurrent theme at the same time where, yes, they believe some of the, you know, some of the managerial class actually believe that this is going to save the people. And so they want to be number four. They want to be on the forefront and number one in protecting their own uh, because that's how staunch, you know, uh, supportive they are. They, they were like... Israel was doing a lot of deals initially with the vaccine companies and stuff like that, buying up a lot of it. They wanted a lot of this, right? So there's a couple of different strands you can you can look at this, right? But the point, really, why I'm bringing it up is is over the issue of just how many just how many uh, uh, cases then of COVID that you've seen, and 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 yes, you always have to tie in this idea that you what's what's false positives are there false even negatives, right? There's it's unreliable. The PCR test is unreliable. Yes. But according to their own, we're talking about their numbers, their view, what they have been telling us and all that stuff now. And so so despite the fact that they have been, you know, the vaccine uptake is incredibly high in Israel. The cases are now soaring, right? And there's a little graph and a stat here too. Uh, newly, uh, daily, newly, uh, so new confirmed COVID-19 cases per million people. This is 1st of September, 2021. And you can see here. Uh, Israel tops the chart on that. The number of confirmed cases is lower than the number of actual cases. The main reason for this is limited testing. Okay, so they, they maybe they're not even testing enough then, right? Mongolia, number two, that's interesting. Kosovo, Georgia, Montenegro, and stuff like that goes down th from there, right? But Israel has become the COVID capital of the world just months after leading the charge on vaccines, according to data that shows that jab protection is waning. Stats compiled by an Oxford University-based research platform shows Israel recorded almost 2,000 cases per million people on Wednesday, nearly 0.2% of the entire population in a single day, which is, I mean, again, is that, okay, it's a single day, so maybe then, it, maybe then it, it's much, right? But still, that was significantly higher than the second worst hit Mo Mongolia, where the rate was uh, almost 1,200 people. Uh, per million and double the figures for Kosovo, anyway. Uh, the number of new coronavirus cases uh, per day in Israel. And someone showed, by the way, and I have that graph, the overlay between when the jab, the first, the second, and then the third jab uh, was uh, pitched to Israel. And I think that they had the thing, but they, they don't even, they, they're not even uh, considered or classified as fully vaccinated or even vaccinated if they haven't taken the, the, all the three shots, right? So you can have people that have taken one shot and died. They've taken two shots and died. And if they do die, die, it wouldn't be seen that it was linked to the vaccine because they weren't they weren't fully vaccinated. See how that works too? There's another layer to this of how they hide the numbers to, to try to pin this on the uh, unvaccinated, right? But here's a here's a graph here. Let me zoom in a little bit on that. Uh, daily new confirmed COVID-19 deaths. And this is, you know, again, this is Israel right here. Uh, the first jab, let me scroll down there a bit then, then was released. Uh, what is that? Is that as early as? Oh, no, that's 2020. I thought it was, yeah, okay, yeah. November uh, 2020, sometime around that point. Second jab, uh, a little bit later, maybe that's uh, January, February, March, something like that. 
And then now the third jab is, of course, late August as we go into September there, too. So this is uh, interesting uh, statistics to keep in mind. And again, why uh, do we need to be vaccinated in this capacity? If it doesn't work, it doesn't protect anything. Uh, it, it's not, you know, it, it, it's, it's the driver now uh, of the pandemic. Israel's COVID booster drive has slowed hospitalizations. Okay, has it now really? Yeah. Predicted COVID hospitalizations. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. So, of course, a lot of people told us this. They, they warned about this. They talked about the, how they, this will be uh, will be a driver of the pandemic, uh, frankly. And then, of course, you, do, you weaved into that. You have this idea, too, that this is also a problem-reaction-solution type situation, that the vaccine, uh, there's going to be new versions of the vaccine released. Right, they're already working on that now. There's other types of medication. Talk about that in a moment. And that's going to be their solution to this fix. And so they're willing to admit it because it's causing people to say, well, what the hell do we do now? We're double jabbed, triple jabbed, right? What do we do? Well, here's a new here's a new vaccine. It's going to protect you against the variants. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's driving the evolution of these mutant versions of the COVID-19, which is much stronger, much more powerful. And even the unvaccinated might start succumbing to this virus because they're... Do and again, I feel that that's, that's part of the plan, if you will. That That's part of the, yes, the Georgia old school, you know, New World Order conspiracy on you here. But it's like the old school depopulation program, you know, preserve the Earth population under 500 million. This, yes, this is the same people driving this. This is the same people that have generated this situation. They have uh, put us in this spot right now. And these people need to, of course, be be uh, criminally uh, charged, need to be held uh, accountable. Uh, they need to be uh, exposed, and uh, we need justice enforced on these people because of what they're doing to us. Uh, let me see, what was the gab? Okay, that's kind of the same, the gab post here. Uh, Israel, despite triple vaccinating 26 of their adult population, reported a new record daily COVID-19 case count 40% higher than the peak in winter. Interesting, right? So that's the graph for that. Uh, Ooh, golly. Let me tell you. Uh, so a result of this, a consequence of this, is that uh, Sweden, who initially, of course, didn't do anything about the pandemic, and we thought, hey, look, they're doing the right thing. Sweden is totally based. They're not doing anything about this. Fantastic. Which was good to have as a reference, but again, <laughs> as I declared many times, it's basically just because they're inept. They didn't even know initially how to do this. And they said, well, we got to have an open society. we got to have you know migrants come and go. And that, that, that's happening now in, in most Western countries anyway, right? The wave of Afghan refugees. Do you think these people are going to be vaccinated? No, of course not. Just bring them all in. Let them cross the borders. The U.S. southern border, border is wide open. The border into Europe is wide open. Uh, and there's going to no, be no demands for masks or vaccinations or anything like that. While we, of course, won't be able to make a move. You won't be able to travel. Some of you won't, won't be able to, able to leave your house. So that's what's coming. So that's part of the sustain, sustainable development goals that the UN has set up under Agenda 2030 uh, to have what they call safe and regular migration. That that's part of a program to bring people out of poverty. It's to bring them to our countries, right? So anyway, Sweden now is banning entry for travelers from the U.S. and Israel due to rising COVID-19 rates. And I'm not sure about the U.S. Is it, is it that, you know, again, I so... Much of it is hype. I, I still recognize that much of the the numbers are. It's still a numbers game. It's still a a case demic, if you will. But um, 
but we're but I th but we're seeing you know we we saw and I, and I genuinely don't think it's just a propaganda effort when we see people like Joe Rogan right he he tested you know allegedly uh, we don't know how what how he tested is it PCR was it antigen I mean that's a big difference there but he tested positive and now they're angry with him because he's talking about ivermectin and intravenous vitamin boosters and all kinds of things right and even uh, Regeneron. Uh, which is a monoclonal antibodies, which is, I remember someone did an outtake uh, from the Viki, Viki thread on that, and it seems to be related to can, uh, cancer. We play that clip, this is months ago now, and I, I should bring that out again and see what that is, but he just it, just a, a quick like look on this thing, just like, I don't know about this, this doesn't look good, but some people have praised Regeneron, which is monoclonal antibodies. Bill Gates talked about it, so you never know, right? What is this? But anyway, he thrown everything on, on this thing, the kitchen sink, uh, but as far as I know, not vaccines, which is good, so now they're angry with him. Uh, you had, uh, was it uh, Oscar De La Hoya, the box, is it boxer, right? He tested positive, double jab tested positive. So there's like, he's driven it by the, the, the vaccine, right? But there are other people getting sick now as well. And I've talked about this, that it seems, it almost seems that they are, they're, they're, they're releasing this bioweapon in certain regions where they want the disease to hit. They want the stats to go up. They want this to be driven in these regions because they want to scare people into being vaccinated, right? So that's my conspiratorial mind. When I put that hat on, I'm just like, this is completely inorganic. They're just creating this, right? Uh, but think about that screaming wolf type thing. I mean, they've, they've been doing that for such a lo long time. And imagine that if they eventually actually do release something or a, or a variant, a mutant uh, that arises, you know, somewhat naturally in 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 the human population and it actually starts taking out people. So it's something to be uh, keeping in mind and be wary of, right? Um, yeah, let me show you the uh, 2021 stats for the vaccine adverse uh, effects as well. And this was in relation to a post here from Disclose. It said UK's vaccine uh, advisory board, JCVI, refused to approve vaccinating healthy young children aged 12 to 15. We have some protest, protest footage out of the UK regarding this too. Interesting, it's heating up over there. Uh, there's, for now, insufficient evidence to offer mass vaccination for, for this age group. And I said, good, obviously, right? It's definitely not necessary. But I think they're going to approve it. I think this is part of the plan to kind of give you a a veneer of of uh, th that their processes are thorough and they're they're rigorously looking at the data and they're they're you know they're they're very careful about this. And no, 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 we haven't. No, no, we got to wait. We got to look at this. Look, it, all, the only thing you have to focus on here is basically if they were truly concerned with what the data will show and stuff like that, you wouldn't be vaccinating anybody on a mass scale like this until you had the full studies, right? And the CDC's own studies, they're going to go, uh, some of them regarding certain specific issues, uh, what elapses or, or concludes, I should say, in one in 2025, one in 2027 and stuff like that, right? So this is what they do. They, 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 they have to put this thing off about five years in the future for us to really have a good look at what happens, what's the long-term effects, can we attribute those to the vaccines, etc. But someone repeat, um, replied to that tweet there with a uh, chart that shows the uh, the serious vaccine adverse event reports. Uh, this is so. This is over a month ago now, 23rd of July. But look at the spike there at the, at the far right in each of these graphs. Deaths in the top uh, left corner there. Uh, look at 2021, right? That's the on the on the far end of that uh, graph right there. Uh, right, right there. Look at that spike in 2021, right there. 
That, I mean, that's incredible. Existing hospitalizations prolonged. This is 2021 right there. Hospitalized people. Look at the increase. There's nothing like this before. We haven't seen anything like this. This is crazy. Grand total over on the other side right there. My little box is in the way there, but you get the idea, right? Life-threatening, permanent disability, congenial anomaly slash birth defects. Look at that. They haven't even, nobody even monitored that for such a long time, right? Stats from 2017. Look at the increase there in 2021. It's insane. Emergency room office visits. Uh, you tell me that this is not a program to injure and maim and kill people. It's it's absolutely incredible. And people still trust uh, these goddamn maniacs. It's it's incredible, right? Uh, let me see. Let me check uh, entropy here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, cut for zone. Oh, that we did that one. Uh, Derek Sharusker says, We still have uh, the time to prepare and resist. To all our enemies and all the traitors and scoundrels. At the end, we will triumph. We will triumph. Uh, wir, wenn nicht wir. Uh, I'll do my best here on the German. Wo, uh, wenn nicht hier. Und wann, wenn nicht jets. Jets, isn't that like tomorrow or something, right? Uh, wh uh, when, why not now? Uh, who, why not us, right? Or, or something. Uh, thank you, Dershurska. Appreciate that. I was good with a little... Uh, German lesson here. Uh, Michael57DE says, Hey, Henrik, regarding uh, last week in Warrior, po uh, police calling is Navy slash Marine Corps slang for cleaning up an area, building, etc. Hail, hail the gods. Yeah, that, that's right. Uh, yeah, but it was in reference to a uh, how they had to clean up and I have a fly in the studio again. Wonderful. Uh, I had to clean up the um, the Taliban <laughs> airport right before they before they left. Uh, which is one of the reasons why some of them were left behind. Their their generals said, like, no, we got to clean up for the Taliban before you leave. And so they had to stay behind and clean up the, the air base and stuff. But, yeah, they said they had police calling. And I was more like, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, yeah, acting police, I would I would assume, cleaning up an area. Okay, thank you, Michael. I appreciate that for the input. Very good. Uh, let me check Odyssey. Uh, let me see. Jack Robert uh, with a couple of uh, library tokens. Thank you. Says uh, Vax Forever. Australia is saying that now. Let me check that link. I have a segment here on, on uh, Australia. We'll take a look at that then. That could weave nicely into that story. Let me add that actually under Australia. Uh, Jack Robert, I appreciate that. Let me see here. Let me scroll down. Uh, down there is my Australia segment. Okay. Cool, thank you. I'll, I'll, uh, I added that in, so we'll take a look at that. Pull, actually, let me pull that up right away, because sometimes uh, you might be might, might forgetting that. Uh, let me see here. Australia, right there. Okay, cool. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at that. Thank you. Uh, okay. So here is uh, on screen here, uh, Simone Gold, and, and I, I don't think that's early live check, but who knows? Anyway, uh, she does uh, great work regardless. Uh, the CDC is now listing vaccinated COVID-19 deaths as unvaccinated deaths if they die within 14 days of the vaccine. Wow, she says there too. Uh, persons were considered fully vaccinated 14 days after receipt of the second dose in a two-dose series. Pfizer-BioNTech or Moderna vaccines or after one dose of the single-dose Janssen that's Johnson & Johnson. Isn't that confusing with the name? The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is called Janssen. It's just, anyway. Um, partially vaccinated um, 14 days after receipt of the first dose and blah, blah. So, so that's the, the details there. But this is to skew the statistics too, right? 
Uh, here's some CDC.gov here. SARS-CoV-2 infections and hospitalizations among persons aged uh, 16 years by vaccination status. And it says, however, even with highly effective, vac highly effective vaccines, a proportion of fully vaccinated persons will become infected with SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. Oh, yeah, and we, and we know that, of course. But this is also done. So this, this shifts the blame again from if they die from the vaccine within 14 days, they will be considered unvaccinated. And again, is that because they consider it'll take that long for your antibodies to be created and stuff, your body to produce uh, enough of the spike protein and then your immune system, you know, attack that, etc. Uh, but they always do these tricks. It's the same way where they stopped. Um, they, they only, CDC only uh, started following cases, breakthrough cases that led to death or hospitalizations, right? Again, to make sure that the those who are vaccinated to 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 cop to dislodge from this idea that they are the ones who are driving the pandemic now. Uh, so s disgusting, uh, uh, you know, tr uh, tricks that they play, right? So basically, uh, as I mentioned earlier, they have this view now that basically this is a this is a conservative. Uh, this is a, the, there's conservatives that are driving this. It's only in red areas. This is not happening wherever the, their people are vaccinated and have obeyed blue states. You know, when it comes to the U.S. and and uh, they're fine. And it's just these dumb Republicans that refuse to be vaccinated, which are the only reason that this uh, a complete reversal. Of course, uh, here's uh, Rachel Maddow's sister talking about this on MSNBC. Delta wave of COVID that it's falling most heavily on Republican areas and Republican voters. I mean, look at this map of the outbreak. You can see how much worse it is in states across the South, the states where Donald Trump won handling. Now we have concrete data that puts a fine point on how much this has become a pandemic of Republican areas. <laughs> Christopher Ingram's a former data reporter Cute for The Washington Post. He currently writes a newsletter about the data shaping and informing our lives. Yesterday, he published this piece titled GOP COVID policy is killing GOP voters. Now, be first, happy let me say for that? different reasons, including how they report data. The chart does not include Nebraska, Florida, Alaska, or any counties with fewer than 10,000 people. You, what I'm saying is, if this was true, you know that they wouldn't be saying anything about this. Like, this is the same people, they hate us and they want us dead. And I'm not considering myself a Republican here, but the point stands, right? Not with them, not on their side. I'm not on their side. I'm not a Republican, but you know, this is how they where they draw the line kind of thing. If this was true... They'd be cheering this. They wouldn't say a word about this. No, they're trying to scare you into submission so that you will go and get vaccinated because that's what this is about. That data can get very noisy, but it does account for about 87% of the total U.S. population. Ingram found that since July 1st, about when this last wave began, in counties where Trump got less than 20% of the 2020 presidential vote, on average, there have been fewer than five COVID deaths for every 100,000 people. That's that blue line. Yeah, the, uh, Mr. Nosberg over on Odyssey says the South is full of blacks. Uh, LMFAO, uh, they don't give, they don't get wa vaxxed. So they claim, is it in New York, where apparently, the you know the segregation program is is in full swing right now, uh, where the I think majority of the unvaxxed are, are blacks. Uh, I still believe that, right? This is, uh, the the vaccine is for white. It's it's to cull the white population, right? There's some countries like India that's they don't, they're virtually not taking this, right? Some Asian countries, yes, but like this is this is America, this is Canada, this is Australia, this is Europe, this is white countries. That are, I mean, the uptake in like, you know, uh, Iceland is like 
90% now or something, maybe even more. That's insane. If this, if this, if the effects that we presume or, or, or I guess predict then will happen, you will have largely a depopulated uh, Iceland or, or at the very least a severely crippled Iceland where there will be so much injury that there will be like that will cause the economy to collapse and no one's going to be able to like keep society running essentially right so i hope this is not true but that seems to be what the, what their plan is right um but yeah so there's a, there's a lot of other races they don't they don't want this they don't trust this or whatever but they don't talk about this it's just like republicans right <clears throat> because every all the blacks are, are democrats isn't that how it goes there in counties where Trump more the, won more of the vote, but still lost, uh, that number only ticks up a little. So those are sort of deep blue and fairly blue areas. As you get to counties where Trump won Skipping a bit for me. higher percentage of votes, the death toll also just gets higher and higher. Finally, Shit, what's happening here? Might have weighed with that clip a little bit. That's too bad. I wanted to see that. Uh, is that on my end? It's probably on my end. Let me let me move that out. Maybe we can. Uh, uh, where is he here? Let me move that over here, and we'll try to play that from another source here. Let's <laughs> see if that works. <clears throat> uh, that does happen sometimes. We can return to that then. Uh, actually, it moves pretty quick. One second here. One second, guys. Hope this is not indicative of how my compute computer is going to work. Uh, where did it go? There he is. Okay. Let me uh, let me go forward here, and we'll play. We'll try. We'll try that one more time. Here we go. Let's see. People, that's that blue line there. In counties where Trump more the won more of the vote, but still lost, uh, that number only ticks up a little. So those are sort of deep blue and fairly blue areas. As you get to counties where Trump won a higher percentage of votes, the death toll also just gets higher and higher. And finally, uh, in counties where nearly everyone voted for Trump, there were nearly. 15 COVID deaths for every 100,000 people. That is more than three times as many people dying from COVID as in those most pro-Biden counties. That chart brought me up short. It gives some real empirical weight to the evidence we've seen for months and months and months. that The Delta wave is, is wreaking havoc disproportionately in red America. And again, this is largely, not entirely, but largely preventable. It is happening because the agenda of the Trump MAGA Republican Party has been, by and large, to ignore the risks of COVID, refuse to protect yourself, others from it, and when people die, it was freedom or something, you know? Now, there's been really notable exceptions. We praised them on this show, the governor of Vermont, and the governor of Ohio, and Republican officials up and down the chain, but that general thrust of attitude has been the defining one in the heart of the Republican base. It's one of the last four things a Republican. Oh, it cuts off right there. Okay, <clears throat> you get the idea, boys and girls. Uh, in counties, oh, we're nearly every. Let me lower that then. Uh, you get the idea. So what? So here. So hear me out here. What if? <clears throat> what if they're releasing this? <laughs> what if they're? What if they're actually? There are variants created, uh, or they're actually releasing some. In so again, I don't know how. I I just. That's why in the Weekend Warrior show, I did this segment right on 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 the classic like um, uh, stuff that the U.S. military and others have been doing uh, throughout the years, right? The 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 history of biowarfare, 
It's not a shocker. They've done this back in the, you know, the 60s, of the 50s. In fact, they did it in the 60s, they did it in the 70s, they did it in the 80s, and th those are the things that have been declassified. You think they just stopped with this? They're not even doing this anymore? No, of course not. Now it's even highly sophisticated, right? Like now it's like DNA-driven and stuff like that. That's when you have like people like Craig Venter, we part of the cracking the human genome. He's like synthetic biology. They can like in, like they can create my you know genetic life now. Certain types of synthetic life that can target people. They can target certain you know specific g genome types and certain genetic codes. Like they, they have all of this stuff, right? So what if they? I don't know how I can say how they did it, right? And say, oh, they're spraying it out. I mean, that just kind of sounds dumb, but whatever. Or or a few patient serums. Maybe they do have like an actual you know cure cure, and so. They have people that are asymptomatic, or they, they can control, regulate that somehow. They know how to keep it in check, but they can be infected, and they just, they're just there in the right areas, at airports, uh, at public, you know, big public events. Who knows? I wouldn't put anything past these people at this point, and that's why I'm mentioning it. Uh, do I have definitive proof of that? No. But, you know, who the hell knows? I wouldn't be trusting them. Um, Will Cunning over on Odyssey, thank you for the uh, 25 uh, library token, sir, says, please check out Dr. Robert Young's electron uh, micro, uh, microscopy analysis of the vials. Uh, there is no spiked protein. Now, it says, I saw a link earlier today from this source, Dr. Robert O. Young. Um, let me just check this out real quick here. And sometimes it, it can be hard on the fly, depending on the source, but I think we're uh, what you're getting at here. Uh, so this source says here, face contrast microscopy, transmission and scanning electron microscope, microscopy and energy dispersive X-ray spectroscopy reveal the ingredients in the COVID-19 vaccines. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, abstract, let me see, this is, looks really long here too. Okay, I would have to go through this in detail, but this is interesting. Um but I guess the claim here is that there's no spiked protein. There's something else. There's graphene oxide. We've heard of that, of course. And we still have yet to be determined what was in the Moderna vaccine that Japan stopped, right? 1.6 million doses were stopped because of some kind of metallic substance that were reacting to magnets. Whoops. And then there was another region that blocked further um, Moderna doses because of some black substance in the vials. What the is that about, right? So anyway, I'll check this out in detail. Thank you, Will. I appreciate that. That's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I've seen some people get a hold of a vial. They've, you know, and, and they've started looking at it and stuff. We played something a while, while back where you just like, whatever it is. And it, yes, of course, I understand these could just be people making this up or putting whatever in front of you on the screen. But we're not seeing any, you know, we're not seeing massive, you know, analysis of this on a, on a wide scale, which is quite, you know, freaky, to be honest, considering that. But yeah, I'll check this out. It's very interesting. But the claim here, anyway, is that there's no spike protein. Uh, but I guess a bunch of other things here. And again, that's why people, some, some people have speculated this is some kind of, you know, nano, uh, you know, nanobots in there, all kinds of things like, uh, I don't know. It's, you, look, we, we just have to realize, sadly, we live in a climate where our ruling class, they, they, they want us dead. Right. And so they could very well be experimenting on us or intentionally releasing something on us, which they know is going to be detrimental. But thank you for the link, Will. I'll take more time and look into that. And so, you know, can pull some stuff out of that. That's very interesting. Um, Pat says the same um, the same in Sweden, according to the uh, Folkhälsomyndigheten, the uh, health agency there. Uh, you do not count as vaccinated. OK, yeah, until 14 days after the second dose, when these when Swedish television says that there is 
the unvaxxed who are in the emergency room, that is not the whole truth. Yeah, exactly. That's a very good point. They're all doing that now. They, they, they coordinate and they do this, like, you know, very interesting um, method, basically, right? To skew the numbers and to pin it on unvaccinated. Will says here, uh, keep reading. There's a live parasite in the Pfizer. This is worth covering now, Henrik. Yeah, it's just hard. Uh, uh, it's it's hard with some of the. Uh, I want to pull something out. Let me see how long the abstract is. Uh, currently, there are four major pharmaceutical companies who manufacture SARS-CoV-2, now called SARS-CoV-2-19 vaccine. These manufacturers and the vaccine are Pfizer, BioNTech, uh, mRNA vaccine, Moderna. We know that. Then it's the Ox Oxford's AstraZeneca vaccine and the Janssen. Um, and they're manufactured by Janssen Biotech, uh, a recombinant replication in incompetent is an adenovirus type 26 expressing the CARSOVS2 spike protein. I know that Johnson & Johnson's was different, right? It wasn't a, an actual mRNA. It was a different t way that they generated this the spike protein, I think, right? Uh, the intended purpose of these vaccines are to provide immunity from the so-called infectious novel coronavirus, yes. Uh, these four pharmaceutical companies have not provided complete FDA disclosure on their vaccine box. Insert fact sheet. We know that. That they were empty, right? Uh, or any label for many of the major and or minor ingredients contained within these so-called vaccines. The purpose of this research article is to identify those specific major and minor ingredients contained in the Pfizer vaccine, the Moderna vaccine, all those we mentioned. Um, as a human right governed under the world law by the... Nuremberg Code of 47, the vaccine-specific uh, vaccine specific ingredient information is critical, required and necessary to know so that any human from any country in the world can make informed decisions, yes. We have conducted the scientific testing on each vaccine and have uh, identified several ingredients or adjuvants that have not been disclosed, which are containing these four SARS-CoV-2 vaccines. And again, that, that's what that, like Japan seems to have done as well. Um, wasn't there one other country that did some kind of off-the-cuff, like, testing or something? Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I'll have to read this in more. I, I, I wish I could read all of it right now, uh, Will, I, but I appreciate the link. This would be perfect for maybe the weekend show or maybe the, the next Wednesday. Uh, but it, it kind of goes on a bit, and it's a long article. Because I want to show and explain what the, all the graphics are, that we're, uh, the images are that we're looking at and stuff like that, too. Uh, but here they claim here, cluster bomb of reduced graphene oxide. Uh, looks like the live unsustained uh, human blood after COVID-19. Uh, um, yeah, there's some other stuff there. Micrograph taken under pr uh, phase contrast microscopy. Yeah, I, I got to go through some of this in more detail. But thank you, man. That's very, uh, very good stuff, though. I do. I've seen the source before. I forget if it was this article shared. Uh, or whatnot, but thank you, man. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about this now real quick here. The two uh, scientists, uh, the senior officials at the FDA that decided to step down reportedly over the disagreement that they had with the White House who have been pu pushing booster shots, but I got to say, I think there's much more to it than that. I think that these FDA officials are trying to cover their tracks. Maybe they are a little bit more honest. Maybe they're seeing where this is going. Maybe they're understanding that will be, you know, the third vaccine, a fourth, a fifth or whatever. And these people do not want to have their name associated with this. That That's what I'm seeing with this story. Booster shots in and of itself is insane. But then you have the issue of selling this to kids, teenagers, pre-teenagers, and just further down the age range after that point, which is which is insane, right? 
So two of the FDA's senior vaccine officials are leaving their position as the agency mulls new rules and regulations over booster shots and COVID-19 vaccinations for children, according to Bloomberg and Endpoint News. So the White House is making this into like a, making a political push against the FDA and moving ahead, despite the fact that they haven't verified this yet or said, yes, we got to do this. Again, this is more this veneer that this is like there's rigorous testing and, yeah, it takes time. And, you know, very official here. And we've looked at this. Very, no, no, this is not the time for that. And then a month later or two weeks later, say, OK, now we now it's been approved, which gives you this perception. There's like, oh, no, 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 this is very they're very rigorous about this. They know exactly what they're doing, you know, kind of thing. Um, when they can't know it because there is no long-term studies and therefore we do not know what the full consequences of this experiment will be. Uh, here's uh, Fox News talking about the two that resigned. Let's take a look at this clip here. Big headline is the Biden administration is pushing ahead with vaccine booster shots before the FDA's top scientists ever have a chance to weigh in. So while the White House likes to say it's following the science, instead, it appears to be administering political pressure. And now Marion Gruber and Philip Krauss, two of the FDA's top vaccine regulators, have resigned. And according to Politico, this could lead to an even bigger mutiny because Staff members Good. feel like they've been cut out of key decisions and because the they better start speaking up these people or they're going to be there are going to be consequences necessary. And yet the administration has set a September 20 deadline to begin giving most adults booster shots. One expert says it was, quote, the administration's booster plan. It wasn't the FDA's booster plan. Yep. And remember, Pfizer just completed its booster shot application to the FDA five days ago. It's anybody's guess when Pfizer will actually get approval. And we also don't know when Moderna or Johnson & Johnson will submit their initial applications. Then, as you mentioned, there's the confusion started by the president himself. Last week, Biden said booster shots could be given five months after the initial vaccine. But the Biden administration says it's eight months. So despite no FDA approval, the CDC says more than a million people in the U.S. have already gotten boosters, an indication that Healthcare providers are taking guidance from the White House. Here's Jen Psaki. Watch. Our responsibility and our objective is to save more lives, protect more people, and as soon as this data, the science made clear that boosters would help do that, we wanted to put that information out to the public. But Dr. Marty McCarthy says that's not accurate, and the White House should stop undermining the FDA. Watch him. The data are not out showing that people, the regular everyday American public needs a booster. There's no evidence right now that the vaccinated immunity is waning and preventing hospitalizations and death, which are the key outcomes. President Biden promised that scientists would lead these decisions, not the White House. But then again, that was seven months ago. All right. So again, the the other, you know, take from this, though, is that these FDA people are also, of course, in the pockets. There's a, there's a, what do you call it, swing, swing door? What do you call it? A, <laughs> it was a conveyor belt, but um, yes, yeah, like a swing door uh, exchange, essentially, between politicians and people who end up in the FDA and these government agencies are meant to be o oversight and stuff like that. And then these people sit on the boards. Like the, look, I have a little short thing on that later. The FDA, the former FDA head, went straight to the board of Pfizer. And now he's sitting, Gottlieb is sitting on you know, all these TV shows and talking about how safe and effective this is, literally making money on pushing this. That, that's how sick this is, right? Uh, let me see, Will, uh, Will Cunning says, 
Uh, didn't mean to put you on the spot. Uh, I think you'll find it f uh, worth a full show. Uh, look forward to the segment. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, I, I, of course. No, I'm de I'll definitely read it. Looks very interesting. And as I said, I saw the source in passing, uh, and I wanted to take a look at it. And it's just more. It's too uh, detailed just to go through right now because we have a lot of other stuff to cover as well. Uh, but I'll definitely uh, probably do a longer segment on that, and, and it'll probably fit well to just go fully through it and see uh, what they found. But thank you, Will. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. Let me check entropy real quick here. Make sure we're caught up to speed. Yeah, Gottlieb. That's right. He's the he's the one of the guys pushing this, and he's like trying to. They're they're banning all the natural, you know, uh, cures and things. You know, the the even the whole the, there's interesting. There's a, the, even the fentanyl uh, uh, debacle is tied kind of tied into this because it's the very same people that sold us, uh, you know, fentanyl or approved that. You know, Janet Woodcock, who. Um, who approved fentanyl and, and other such type of drugs, what they call controversial drugs, which have killed millions of people, ruined families, ruined lives, right? Made people dependent, uh, op you know, opiates and, and, and all these things, right? Absolutely horrific things. And people still think that these people are, are looking out for us, looking out for you. Absolutely despicable, right? But then uh, Gottlieb have been trying to, uh, you know, ban things such as Kratom, which has been a very effective way for actually those who are hooked on things like fentanyl and opiates to get off of that. It's a natural plant uh, in the coffee family uh, that some people can take against, you know, addiction and things like that. It's, it's, it's you know, good for other things as well. But they be FDA, uh, even the World Health Organization are trying to stop it now, right? And they've been trying to target natural methods for you to be able to get off of these drugs for just ages, right? That's how despicable, despicable these people are. They do not want to help you. They do not care about you, right? Uh, Pepe McFly over on Entropy Stream says, just watched the movie Songbird, the predictive program. Uh, and I remember that. We actually watched it a while ago, too. Here's the, the IMDb page here for that. Uh, the predictive programming is so blatant now. Do you think they're getting overzealous? Yeah, I mean, you do have that aspect of, of um, they if they tell you what they're doing, at least subconsciously, you can have a large swath of the human population that have consumed this type of content largely on your side. It's, a, it's, it's essentially an occult way where you can use the subconscious collective mind of a, a nation, a civilization, the human species even, if you will, uh, to, to, to make things go in that direction, make things smoother, that they subconsciously have prepared for a reality. It's kind of like the hundred, think about the hundredth monkey syndrome, right? That apparently, if you have enough, um, I studies on this, right? Enough of monkeys learning something, they found that there was this tipping point where spontaneously it seemed that other group, other part of the group, other monkeys learned behavior that these hundred monkeys had learned without even doing the same training or methods or something like that, right? There's something to this thing of the collective unco unconscious. So they're pushing this and these kinds of things, you know, which you know, people call predictive programming, like you did, Pepe, um, and that's true. But it's not some like, you know, Illuminati law or something. Where like they have to. There's some. I've never heard these. Like some universal law that they have to tell you what they're doing. No, it's not about that at all. It's about that they understand the human psyche. And if you've seen, if you've seen a particular particular reality, it's easier for that reality to be manifested because you have people unconsciously working in that direction, right? What do you think all the Matrix movies are about? The Terminator movies, right? It's AI always turning on us. So the, even the, all the pandemic and the virus movies, right? 
all of this stuff is to essentially to butter up the agenda and to, to, to make it you know, slip in a bit smoother. This is the, the Vaseline on the dildo, if you, <laughs> if you will, right? Uh, but there was a couple of segments in the Songbird movie which was uh, pretty interesting and, and, and kind of nailed down the COVID-1984 type scenario uh, very well. So I recommend people... I mean, the rest of the movie wasn't that great, frankly. But yeah, they, they are dropping this now, uh, these kinds of things, and they're telling you just outright what they're doing. Uh, incredible. So we'll see. We'll follow the FDA story there too. But I think, as I said, that there's much more going on behind the scenes than we're privy to. And that's why these two scientists um, ended up uh, jumping ship, right? Marion Gruber and Phil Kraus are the two scientists and the two officials uh, at the very top of the vaccine approval uh, you know, method and stuff like that. So that's very interesting. And uh, speaking of Janet Woodcock, we didn't show this yet, and I thought we could show this. Uh, a YouTuber called Montagraph actually called her, somehow got her cell phone number, and she answers. This is the woman who, appro- who approved this. And again, think the whole chain of thinking here, right? Um, she's corrupt. She's in bed with the big pharma companies. She approves the COVID-19 vaccine. The Biden administration is not going to yank her out of her temporary position as head of the FDA because that's how bad she is. There's too much controversy around this woman. But they got her to manage to get her to prove this nonsense and this, you know, genocide concoction. And then she'll be out. And they can always use her as a scapegoat or something like that. Oh, well, that's what's so it wasn't meant to happen. You know, anything that they can wheel out here to blame it on someone else, right? So that's where I think these F- these FDA people are trying to get out of harm's way. They're protecting themselves. They're not looking out for people. They're protecting themselves. That's what this is about. Here's the call. Listen to how nervous Janet Woodcock got uh, with him calling her. Yes, hello, it's uh, Janet there. This is Janet. Yes, hello, Janet. My name is Steve Quest. I'm on the Monograph channel. I'm doing a live show, and there's a lot of people really concerned about the FDA approval that was given to the vaccine, and I'm just asking for a little bit of clarity. And the clarity I'm looking for, has the liability shield been lifted from the current vaccine that is readily available in the United States? Yes, well, I think it would be good for you to talk to the FDA press office. Um, but, um, uh, Whoops. It's a complicated matter. And, um, you know, it is. It is wait, wait a minute. Why is it complicated again? Listen to her, how she, her voice is she's shaking. Listen it to that. It is readily available in the United States. Yes, well, I think it would be good for you to talk to the FDA press office. Why? Um, but, um, uh, it's a complicated matter. And, uh, it's a complicated? You just approved it. Is the liability shield lifted or not? So according to the FDA, it is. Right? Comirnaty, the, the Kami mRNA uh, uh, vaccine, the AIDS in a vial, HIV in a vial, um, it's lifted. So right now, you can sue... If you're injured by Comirnaty specifically, if that's on the vial, that's what you're looking at, you can sue them in the same way that people sued, you know, when they got in their Ford and the, uh, the, their Ford Pinto and it caught fire or something like that, right? They're not going to continue that process. They, they would bankrupt them. This, this is not going to happen. 
That's why they're continuing to give people the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, right? So it's that we talked about that, the hair splitting that they're doing, the legalese trick that they did. To, oh, it's approved now. You know people are going to get Moderna. They think it's going to be approved. They're going to be getting the Johnson & Johnson. They think that's going to be approved. They're going to get the AstraZeneca. They're going to think that's approved just because the FDA says so. But why does this woman implore him to call the FDA press office instead of just answering the question? It's obviously something is amiss here, right? Um, Goodbye. Yep, she hung up. How's it complicated, ladies and gentlemen? It's either the liability shield has been lifted or it hasn't. How is that complicated? It's not. She was caught off guard. Okay, I think it is. I'm getting my Spurg thing again. <clears throat> but yeah, so he says she was caught off guard and she, she just cannot answer that again. Or like, you know, address that issue properly because she was caught, you know, on, on the spot. If she was confident, she would have just, yes, absolutely. It's been lifted for Cominati, but not for the Pfizer-BioNTech, you know. Yeah, people can actually sue now. Can you believe that? Again, all these companies have been, have been um, you know, protected, right, from liability all that time. Uh, okay. Let me see. Who do we have? Uh, we had American uh, American Life 702 over an Odyssey. It says, Henrik, any chance of bringing Board Jack on the show to talk about South Africa or Matt Bracken again uh, to talk about the Marshall, uh, the Marshall side of this tyrannical takeover? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be up for both, uh, frankly. Uh, I was trying to get um, uh, Peter Broski on the show, and I, did, I didn't hear back. I invited him for, for the Tuesday and the Thursday here this past week. Uh, but I'm working on, I'm going to get Dan Lyman on. He's a reporter over in Europe. Uh, he runs Border Hawks, and I think he, he writes for uh, uh, the Europe uh, section for, on Infowars as well. I wanted to bring him on. He's a cool guy. Uh, but, yeah, I'd love to have Matt Bracken back, and I haven't heard of Board Jack. I think I've heard him on, on a show here or there, but I haven't heard much of, of his work, so I'd love to check, it, check him out. Uh, but South Africa is always very important. I think I actually follow his Telegram channel, to come to think of it, though. Uh, but, yeah, thank you uh, for the uh, proposals. Uh, any tips that you have, send me an email because sometimes I do forget. Send, send an email to redeyes.protomail.com if there's a specific guest you want to hear. Uh, and I'm going to actually do a couple of more uh, interviews here and get back on that track as well. So I do appreciate uh, your guest suggestions. Okay. Let's see here. Where else? What else do we have here? Oh, the ACLU also, of course, um, decided that. Let me show you the article here. Uh, or the tweet, rather. The ACLU, right? The America Civil Liberties Union. Um, they said <laughs> that said that uh, far from compromising them, vaccine mandates actually further civil liberties. Yes, that's right. They protect they protect the most vulnerable people with disabilities and fragile immune systems. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely what Israel is showing right now. Children too young to be vaccinated and communities of color hit hard by the disease. Well, why don't they want to get vaccinated then? Why does everyone else have to be vaccinated because they don't want to be vaccinated? Why would we add on additional risk and chance of chance of injury for a virus, at least for now, that has such low death rate? Again, my take now is that it's going to mutate and actually it's going to start killing people. You know, but I see, but we could be wrong in that. It could all be 100% vaccine uh, driven too. That remains to be seen. But this is how they... War is peace, up is down, rape is love. You know, it's just like it, all of these. It's actually furthering civil liberties to push to force vaccine on people. It's incredible. Shit worth, right? For nothing. Absolutely despicable. Um, 
RoboThink says, hail Fauci. <laughs> hail Fauci, that's right. Give me that vaccine um, butt poke. Is it butt poke? Vaccine butt poke, yeah. Thank you, RoboThink. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was the, uh, was it Matt, uh, what was he called again? The uh, the dirty hippie <clears throat> was blaming Nazis for this, but he, he did a good job. I, I still kind of like them, though, to be honest. Uh, in California over there. Uh, okay, so basically we are having now massive shortages in different fields because of the vaccine mandate. So, you know, the ACLU are all for this, but then keep in mind, people are so skeptical of this, they prefer to lose their job, they prefer to, you know, and this you should, you should fight this until the very bitter end. You should make them force you, force them to give you this to you and then see what happens. You know, we've talked about some of the tactics before, work on exemptions, religious exemptions, work on medical exemptions, Asked to see the vial when they're injecting you, if they're giving you anything else but Comirnaty, they can't give it to you under law. You know, there's all, the, all these things that you can do. But so the ACLU thinks that this is very good because now we're going to get a shortage of bus drivers, of teachers, of uh, nurses, of all kinds of things. Let's begin with the school driver bus, uh, the school bus driver shortage. Look at this. Tomorrow is the first day of classes for Chicago public schools. For many students, this will be their first time back in the classroom since the pandemic began. And tonight, some parents are still trying to figure out how to get their students to school. The district, like many others, is facing a school bus driver shortage. Last week, 10% of drivers quit with 73 resignations submitted on Friday alone. I mean, it's good, but they shouldn't have quit, though. They should not have quit. That's my take. Bus companies say this is due to COVID vaccination requirements. The district says the shortage means 2,100 students will not be offered transportation. So to help impacted families, CPS is offering transportation stipends, $1,000 for the first two weeks of school and $500 for the following months. A statement issued this afternoon reads in part, we are saddened and extremely frustrated by this situation and we express our sincerest apologies to the impact. Well, you're the ones who are, you're the ones who are creating this, right? Uh, aren't they the ones that are going along with this? They're the, the ones who are just are pushing the vaccine mandates, right? Families for the inconvenience this has caused, especially uh, granted maybe it is the government and they're just by they're forced to to agree with, go along with it, right? Chicago, I'm not sure what they what Illinois has passed, but yeah, this is Chicago. With such short notice. The district says it has also adjusted pickup times. So parents, if your child is still riding the bus, their pickup will be 15 to 30 minutes earlier than prior years. Oh, well, they won't be going to call me indoctrination. They won't be going to call me anti-white indoctrination centers. Too bad, so sad. What can I tell you? Maybe it's the time to pull your kids out and start homeschooling them uh, because they're going to be coming for that soon too, right? Uh, So this is happening in other places too. Uh, Let me see here. New York Teachers uh, is the headline here. Uh, New York Teachers Union ready for war over demand to pull all unvaxxed from payroll. Uh, And they did actually have a little clip here. Let's check this out. So we, we, we ask, if you cannot abide, if you cannot abide, 
Yeah, you're not missing much there. <clears throat> My uh, source is skipping a bit here. Let me see. Yeah, the audio is horrible. Dude. You can barely hear what they're saying. City council descends into chaos after anti-vax teachers repeatedly interrupt meetings. Good, good for them for fighting back, of course, right? Um, the United Federation of Teachers is gearing up for a war with the city over the fate of more than 15,000 educators who have yet to receive the COVID-19 vaccination with classes to set to begin in days. And Brad Grimby saw over on uh, Trovo chat. He said, wow, they're actually doing something good for once, the teachers union. Yeah, can you believe it? Incredible. Who knew? They were actually good for something. I'm, I'm very surprised by this. Very surprised. Uh, TC Union Chief Michael Mulgrew said Thursday that City Hall has vowed to remove all unvaccinated staffers from payroll without exception, including those with religious or medical objections. Wow. So, yeah, there's, not, there's nothing you can do to get out of this. You have to leave society, second-class citizen, parallel society time, folks. That's the only way out of this. It's a, this is a blessing in disguise. We don't want to live with these people. Well, they're forcing us out right now. Are they going to allow us to have a parallel society? Maybe not. We'll see how that goes at the end of it. But, uh, you know, if ours is more successful and stuff, then they'll, they'll start dropping bombs. You know, trust me. But um, anyway, that's what we need. Our, uh, <clears throat> what we need good, uh, you know, uh, good uh, biomedical scientists and we need good uh, robot uh, builders uh, <clears throat> on our side. But anyway, uh, <laughs> our impact... Our impact negotiations with the city have gone to a very bad place, Mulgrew told reporters after a town hall with members. It's clear that they uh, that the two sides are very, very far apart when it comes to this vaccine mandate. Of course they are, yeah. Uh, this is Mulgrew right here, yeah. United Federation of Teachers. Wow, they're actually doing something. It's remarkable. Uh, is this the woman pushing it? School chancellor? Uh, okay, I don't know. Okay. All right, good stuff. So that's happening in New York. Um, people are fighting back. We do have some footage a little bit later on. Actually, have some of the all the mask mandates and like the well, now when people you know the kids are going back to school now here. A uh, lot of parents are pushing back. A lot of parents are angry. A lot of people are understandably just like they're not having this, which is which is great. Um, another issue, of course, California nurse shortage reaches crisis level as vaccine mandate wards off traveling nurses as America's hospital beds have. Again, filled with sick COVID patients, and that could be a need to be quantified, right? Uh, nurses and other healthcare workers have been quitting at the fastest rate since the early days of the pandemic when nurses in some New York City hospitals were using garbage bags instead of PPE. And that was a whole political thing, right? That wasn't even like barely real. Across the internet, on subreddits and in Facebook groups, nurses have gathered to uh, commiserate. Uh, it says here, but uh, it's not just remote areas of Arkansas and Mississippi. Mississippi, they're having problems. Local media in California have reported that across the Golden State, low staffing levels have reached a crisis point. But remember, this is about healthcare. They they could have been, they were on the front lines during the COVID pandemic and the crisis. They were the heroes, right, and all that stuff. And they were making those TikTok dance videos like no one else, right? And now, of course, they're being thrown under the bus and said, you have to comply, you have to take this vaccine. And now you're, in fact, you're a danger now. Although the fact they did it, they did it all that time, but now they're a danger. And now they're being thrown under the bus. Um, and so this is, of course, for your health, right? This is for your health. But let's cause all these nurses and doctors to quit uh, so we don't have any staff at these hospitals because that's, that's going to that's gonna solve the situation even, even more, right? Uh, so that's how crazy it is. Let me ch show you this one, too. This is, uh, this is just how much people are refusing the vaccine. More than 15 million vaccine doses in the U.S. have been disposed of because people aren't taking the vax. 
From hard to find to millions wasted. Good evening, I'm Ann Allred. And I'm Mike Bush. New information from the CDC reveals the U.S. has wasted more than 15 million doses of the COVID vaccine since March. Our Casey Nolan is looking into the reason we're behind the, re we're behind the waste and how much of it is actually happening Shape here. Up guy. Casey. Yeah, Mike, with numbers like these, of course, we need context. So on one hand, here in the U.S., we have wasted more doses than several countries have given out altogether. At the same time, in some cases, it turns out wasting vaccines is the only way to get some people to get the shot. So these are my used <laughs> really? COVID vials. Some of them are empty. Some of them are not. Since April, Hal has administered approximately 300 COVID vaccines from her shop in O'Fallon, Illinois. But lately, one shot given often means several more wasted. The problem is people don't want them right now. The vaccine comes in vials of 10 to 15 doses. And once a vial is opened, it has to be used in 6 to 12 hours, depending on which kind it is. And I'm just not busy enough to go through 15 doses in a day. You don't want to not open them either. Correct. If somebody comes in, they want a shot, we don't want to run them off. Maybe they never get the shot. Across the country, the waste is adding up. An NBC News investigation found since March, more than 15 million doses have been discarded. Oh, well. According to new government data obtained by NBC. When we first started and it was horrible. It, it felt really bad not giving every shot away. But now I'm just happy to get a shot in someone's arm. <laughs> I'm sure you are. The 15 million wasted nationwide is higher than previously known and likely still a drastic undercount. The investigation. All right, uh, the clip ends there. Um, From hard to lower that. Okay, um, yeah, so Brad, Grandpa saw over on Trouble said, did anyone ever learn what happened to that nurse that collapsed on stage back in the beginning? She had dark uh, dark hair and pretty light eyes. I, so the take on that was that they they wanted, she wanted privacy, right, and all that stuff, and that I, I saw some of the screenshots where they, they claimed that she had died, right, that, that she had actually succumb to these injuries. I haven't seen her. Has anyone else seen them? And the media was fact-checking this immediately. Oh, that's false and stuff. But it was like, she, she's, you know, she is at home with her family and she just want to be left alone at this time. But I haven't seen her since. I would assume they would wheel of art and say she's, she's totally fine. I, I, mean, I could be wrong. Maybe it was a new segment and I missed her or whatever. Uh, but uh, who knows? Maybe they wheeled out a look-alike. What do I know? Okay. What do we got next here? Pfizer, of course, wants to make even more money. Why not? When you can, you know... You've done all this with the vaccines. You got your uh, Comirnaty approved, right? Now everyone's going to want to have the approved one and you know buy that and s stuff like that. I'm going to make tons of money, a lot of money here, right? Is it? Uh, let me see. Yeah, it's uh, Albert Bourla, right, in charge of uh, Pfizer, I believe. So of course, they're launching a new oral COVID-19 drug set to be taken. Daily, twice daily, twice daily, you're supposed to take a pill, uh, much in the vein of the Tamiflu um, pill or whatever they, they had out. And I thought that there were some horrific side effects with Tamiflu. I thought that there was something that was like really bad with it. I forget the details, right? But if Pfizer and Merck does it, it can't be good. Um, maybe Merck slightly less so, but anyway... They announced Wednesday new trials of their experimental oral antiviral drug. COVID-19 as the race to develop an easy-to-administer treatment for the potential fatal illness heats up. And didn't we have, where did that go? Did you guys see the one about the breathable, uh, the breathe, I just reminded me of that, the breathable uh, vaccine? 
Let me see if I can find that. That was kind of interesting. If I forget, it was not. A, it was nothing they had yet, but there were suggestions and they were working on it. I think it was on the NIH uh, website or something like that. Uh, I'll see if I can pull it up later. But they were talking about how we, we can develop something. We basically just be like sprayed in the air and you just breathe it in, and that will work the same way. We'll create the spike protein and all that stuff. It's like, an, and e we need it easier. And people are little bit you know reprehensible about getting a needle jabbed into your arm and just like you know shooting it straight intravenously into your vein so we can do a pill maybe or just a spray or something right and of course the vaccine uh is the uh is the virus right those are the 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 virus when people have been vaccinated continues to spread to the unvaccinated we've talked about that in the past here right uh, Pfizer said in its latest uh, mid to late stage trial will enroll almost 1,200 non-hospitalized adults diagnosed with coronavirus infection who are not at risk of severe illness. Patients in the trial will begin Pfizer's pill known as, and this is a great name here, PF07321332 and a low dose of rit riton ritonavir, ritonavir, ritonavir. An older medication widely used in combination treatments for HIV infection. Well, now, why in the world would they have that part of that? Why? Why? Because it's, of course, the origin of this bioweapon uh, is a spliced um, SARS virus with a HIV uh, virus, right? Wasn't that what, what they say? Pfizer's drug is intended to block the activity of key enzymes that is needed for the coronavirus to multiply. And I'm sure that will have no consequences uh, in your body, of course, right? Um, so let me show you this too, the fight, the corruption I mentioned before, the swing door between um, FDA and the government and the approval business and all that racket. Uh, here is Gottlieb right here. Let me zoom in a bit on this so you can see a little bit better. Uh, here's, uh, is it Steve? Scott, sorry. Scott Gottlieb. Check. When Elizabeth Warren, the, these leftists were actually, they, 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 pretended to be concerned with big pharma and the uh, the corruption and the kickbacks and all that stuff, right? So she had actually previously called on the former FDA chief to quit the Pfizer board. Dr. Scott Lieb, the former commission of the Food and Drug Administration, um, Elizabeth Warren wanted him to resign from the board of Pfizer, saying his decision to join one of the country's leading pharmaceutical companies smacks of corruption. Yeah, you don't say He's still on there, by the way. He's making a lot of money. He's doing media uh, gigs. He's on like, uh, he's a permanent contributor on one of the financial channels. I forget which one, CNBC or something. Um, or maybe it's Bloomberg TV. I forget which one is. And she was complaining here in a public letter to Dr. Gottlieb that the revolving door between government and industry makes the American people cynical and distrustful. Yeah, you don't say. Pfizer is one of the nation's leading drug makers, and they have billions of dollars in sales dependent on FDA decisions. And this guy is still making money because of that. That's how much they care about you, right? Smash with Scott. That's right. That's Smash with Scott, Henrik Hades uh, says there. That's right. Where where do we have it? We got to show that, right? This is that. that you, you nailed it. Smash with, smash with Scott. Finally, we can smash. Um, we can smash the jab with Scott. Good take, sir. Good timing. I appreciate that. Let me check entropy here. Let me see. And we had... Uh, let me scroll down. Did I miss that one? I think as a pass, a board jack is a good, uh, a good guest. High energy. Did I miss that? How did I miss that? Anyway, thank you, uh, Per. I appreciate that. Um, I was going to have some endorsements, right? Um, yeah, I'd love to have him on. Uh, that would be good. Uh, okay, let me see here. 
Flying Dutchman says the logic used to justify lockdowns, masks, and vaccines uh, is a form of cultural Marxism. Yeah, I mean it's it's it is, and and the end goal goal is that. I mean, always keep in mind Marxism, uh, communism, socialism are all uh, uh, tools. It's not it's not about the end goal of a political strategy or political ideology. It's just which ideology you can control people more, which one you can coerce, with which you can subjugate and transform and update and change society and, if you will, pervert and undermine society too. But that's why they're, you know, super eager about promoting socialism to the young who will be all excited about this. And that's right. We need free health care in America too. We need, I'm a, I'm an edgy, I'm a democratic socialist. And it's like, it's, we've had this in like for five decades in Sweden. And it's like, it, it, it not only destroyed our, our, our country, it's the most milquetoast, boring, you know, run of the mill uh, political ideology you ever can imagine. And these, these, some of these American kids, they think it's edgy or something, right? But those are just tools. Those are just tools to transform society and take control. It's not about the Marxism at the end of the day. It's not about the socialism at the end of the day. It's about control, and it's and it's whatever they want to do at a given time, and that's why they sway into different political ideologies. For a while, it's you know neoconism, which is at least on paper adjacent with conservatism, but that fulfills that goal. And they swing into like the 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 the, the what do they call them? The the almost said the tribe, the clan, or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> the the uh, AOC and all these people, right? The uh, I forget what they call them again. Uh, they swing into the left, you know, left-wing socialism and stuff like that to make that edgy and cool, right? Thank you, Flying Dutchman. Appreciate that. Thank you for the dono as well. RoboThink says, "Have you ever heard of uh, conventionofstates.com? I would hope this is legit, but is it a Fed trap? Conventionofstates.com. I, I'm not sure I have. Um, let me just look at it real quick. Uh, I would have to look into this. I have not uh, seen this, I think. Convention of States. Is it like a... Is it to uh, secede, but in a diff- like create a different legal entity? Sign the petition to a call for a Convention of States. I support the Convention of States, a national effort to call a convention under Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution, restricted to proposing amendments that will impose fiscal restraints. Oh, okay, on the on the federal government, limit its power and jurisdiction, and impose term limits on officials and members of Congress. No, I mean that seems pretty. That's what like a GOP guy kind of would do, right? In a way, well, they wouldn't do it to themselves. Don't get me wrong; they wouldn't want to limit their own, you know, member like how long they can be part of government and stuff like that. Obviously, uh, but no, that that looks uh, somewhat reasonable. At least they're not saying, "Hey, kid, you want to you want to blow up a building? Sign this petition." Uh, that would be a little bit of a, of a red flag for me. But okay, uh, guys, check it out: conventionofstates.com. All kinds of ideas out there. I think it's a little bit too late for those kinds of things. Like we're 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 uh, it's always good to do it and, and all that stuff. But like we're like we're heading down, we're 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 the shit flying towards the fan right now. That's where I think we're at, and so political options have closed, and I think we're they're more or less kind of gone. It doesn't mean you shouldn't try, but I think it's late in the game. Niflheim says, "Good moose, thank you, sir." Did you change from uh, snigging to Niflheim? I appreciate it. Good moose on you, sir. Black Philip Henrik, I'm sure you covered this before, but uh, does the audience know one of the engineers of the mRNA vax is a Swede? Uh, but Swedish like Barbara Spector question mark it is literally every single time so are you talking about um, are you talking about 
Andreas Johansson or whatever his name was, the guy who's part of AstraZeneca. Uh, Black Philip, just drop it in the regular chat. The squad, yeah, thank you, Tyler. I see you on the Entropy uh, chat. Thank you, Tyler. Good to see you, man. Yeah, the squad, that's right. I said the clan, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the, the squad, that's right. Exactly. That's that's the cool business right there. The Zoomers love it. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I think if you're thinking about that guy, he's not. He, it's not a. He's not part of Barbara Spector's uh, team, but I could be wrong. Maybe there's another guy. I've seen his name flying around, like being part of all the heads of the big pharma companies. But he's just. A, he's a. He's a Swedish guy. He's not. I'm not sure why people are doing that. Um, okay. Uh, let me see. We have one more here, and then we'll talk about what we have on screen. Now, JP says, Henrik, do you think uh, what is happening right now in the U.S. is exactly the same thing happened in Russia a few years before 1917? The Russians back then uh, were as brainwashed as these liberals, race uh, cucks and Christ cucks. It seems, it seems way. Uh, I guess you mean it seems the same way. Uh, 1917 Russia comparisons. Um, I, I'd say more some of the things that we are about to be subjected to, I think, would. But it's also very different. It's a different technotronic era. It's a different. They have totally different tools at their disposal. Uh, there, there are some parallels, I would say, but I, I think it will be ta- it will be taking a very different play out in a very different way. And you still, of course, have a very armed American population, which is why the CDC, as we talked about in the last Wednesday show, uh, the CDC are now going after your guns and saying that's a uh, as a health epidemic. We need to take your da- guns, and they're beginning by saying, no, no, we just want to make sure that you you have a have them stored safely in a gun lock at home. So you need to let us into your home and inspect. So the CDC will come in there with their face masks on and. Uh, and their swabs, uh, and they'll push you up against the wall, and uh, then they'll inspect where you have your guns because they're so concerned with your health. Uh, and then they know wh- which which one to take. Um, but no, I, I wouldn't say, Jay, I don't think it's exactly the same that happened in Russia. Uh, although a Holodomor, and we'll, if, if we have time, we'll end on that story later, a Holodomor is very likely the USDA, the uh, uh, agricultural, is it USDA, right? Yeah, um, they're ordering... Farmers, and we've talked about it, but they're ordering farmers to destroy their crops uh, on massive scale. They don't even know how much. They, they, they just said, they tell people, start destroying your crops. We're watching you through satellite, essentially. That's what they're saying. And we'll let you know when it's enough. I have two videos. We'll play those at the end. That's where we're going. That's It's absolutely insane. Uh, let me check Cointree. I just want to make sure we didn't have anything coming in there. Cointree is still a good option. I like them. That's if you're into crypto, definitely check them out. Cointree slash Red Eyes TV, and just to put a dot before the last two E's in Cointree. Uh, okay, let me see here. Where are we, guys? Where are we? Oh, so here's the uh, reason why you need to get off of the smartphones, of course. And I know you know this, uh, but there are many good options out there now, and maybe I should do a segment specifically where we maybe compare some options here. Some of them are on back order, like the Librem 5, which seems a very good one, Linux-based, privacy-oriented phone. There are many others. If you guys have some suggestions, please put them in chat or maybe send an email, redice at protonmail.com, and just let, let, let us know what you have recommendation-wise. Uh, but um, the headlines here is proof of vaccination in a tap. Smartphone developers want to make it that easy. Apple, Samsung, and Google... The duopoly, I know they're bringing up two companies here, but Google and Samsung, that's the Android part, so it's a duopoly. They have announced plans for features to readily call upon a QR code that can be scanned to quickly verify 
a user's vaccination start, uh, status. Doesn't this sound wonderful? Doesn't this sound great? They can just do this. Smartphone developers are gearing up for a world where users can store their COVID vaccination proof in their phone's digital wallets. Well, how appropriate was is that then? See, all this, that your digital identity, ID2020, the World Economic Forum, together with the Rockefeller Foundation and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are working on these apps now. It will tie into this WHO digital certificate thing. It will tie into your the, the World Economic Forum digital identity that they're talking about. And it will t- be tied to your smartphone. It will, it will be tied to that. You'll have a... a, a, a an, a, a wallet, right, which is which then is the, the crypto blockchain type thing, right, that ties into it. And you you won't be able to make a move without that. And they're bringing these duo, the duopoly of Apple and uh, Google in on it too. The development, which concerns some privacy advocates, I love that it's somewhat controversial, but we're moving ahead. Comes as the Delta variants, the, and then the, the fear mongering begins. Is oh, okay? You might be okay. You might have reservations, but hear us out. You're going to die. So there. Now you must take it. Google, Apple, and Samsung have all recently announced plans to offer a feature that readily calls up a QR code that can be scanned to quickly verify users' vaccination status. Samsung, which manufactures the Galaxy smartphones, announced Wednesday that it's partnering with the Commons Project, right? That was the Rockefeller Foundation. We talked about that at the time. And they're the developers of one of the uh, passport, vaccine passport smartphone apps. Um, the New York State has the Excelsior Pass, the Common Health app asks users to undergo a one-time process by sharing their names and their, their date of births and the dates and locations of their vaccinations, right? So this is the, it's, it's all coming. It's all coming down the pipe. Don't you worry. And these big tech companies are right at the forefront because they're, they're in on the game. They're in on it together. Um, oh, actually, let's do this. I have Italy on screen there. Let's do this first. <clears throat> Let's talk about the UK for a little bit. We had the guy that was bitten by the dog. Do you guys remember that? We played that, I think it was in the Weekend Warrior show. Let me remind, let me refresh your memory here. Um, over in the UK, this happened. Check this out. The cops just sicked a dog on him, and they didn't even take the dog away. away and it was biting a, a, a huge gash in his shoulder. Check out this. This was, of course, during COVID, COVID protests. Uh, complete overreach. Look at this. <laughs> Totally reasonable. And they just don't take the dog away, right? Not the dog's fault. It's these goddamn system enforcers, right? And then this this happens. This is some of the aftermath here. You see his shoulder there? We love you. The Brits are, f- the, the English are fighting back, folks. Well, it's the new normal, folks. Get used to it. Get your face bitten off by dogs, getting forced, forced inoculations of your kids, being hauled away, beaten in the face. While the cops come uh, in with your nurse, the nurses into into your home. Anyway, so this happened, of course, as a consequence later on afterwards. All of this. Uh, Al Robeson here says, I think this is Facebook. 
Uh, our warrior today was denied treatment for a wound uh, like this. I think they're showing the, the pictures in the post too. Despite having an appointment because he wasn't, uh, you know, uh, you know what, and won't take a, you know, watch the, the Facebook so they can't say, right? The jab, the mask, and all that. Uh, they actually shut the entire unit down. So this is the Newcastle police that did this, right? Uh, he did laugh at the tattoo on the same arm that he was bitten. It reads, don't like don't like me, bite me. Is that is that true? Uh, here's the gash here from the uh, dog bite. And so he was denied um, uh, health care. So the Northumbria police, they, they sicked a dog on this man, protesting the lockdowns. Then he was denied hospital treatment because he would not wear a mask and he wasn't vaccinated. <clears throat> so, you know, that's that's our heroes at the NHS in the UK right there, right? Yeah, uh, unbelievable, right? Absolutely unbelievable. This is the new normal. This is the new normal. Uh, Den Mother over on Entropy Stream says, let me go back out here. And we'll talk about uh, a little bit more. We have a little bit more in the UK here, some of the protests there. Uh, are the northern Idaho areas aware that Spokane and Boise are welcoming <clears throat> newest refugees from the Middle East? Or ARG, yep, uh, very much. I think, I'm not sure if, ev- well, I'm not saying everyone knows, but uh, yes, we've heard, many other people have heard as well. Uh, and again, this is like, are, are these people, what kind of testing are these people going on? Are, are they vaccinated? No, they're just t- airlifting these people out of Afghanistan and just placing them in areas where they consider to be like, you know, too uh, too conservative, too white, basically, right? It's absolutely aggra- aggravating. But it's going to be, let me tell you this, though, it's not good, but it's going to be nothing like Europe is going to be hit with. Like, it's, oh, they're resettling, like, oh, 34 Afghan refugees. Ooh, like, wh- Europe is going to have, like, millions and millions of these Afghans fleeing the country. And then you're going to have the Uzbekis, you're going to have the Iraqis, you're going to have the Syrians, you're going to have the Iranians, you're going to have all these other groups, probably some sub-Saharan African too. They did it in the Syrian um, war, the migrant crisis 2015-2016, and that's continued. Uh, they piggyback on these wars in the Middle East and say, oh, well, we're refugees too, we got to flee. Uh, it's absolutely aggravating. There's no, no place is safe. Look, this is like a, a million times better, uh, in my view, up here in this area. Uh, than some of the other places, but it, it's there's still no guarantees, right? It's these people in charge, they can be bribed, the governors, uh, people on the school boards, people are running local politics, they can all be, you know, compromised at some point, and some of them already are, right? Uh, so we need our our people in, in place if, if we're going to make this. Uh, if if not, then they're going to, eventually, it's there's going to be nowhere you can flee from any of this, right? So the, the fight is coming whether you like it or not in the sense that we have to like phase up to the reality that they want to build for us and we have to fight back uh, in order to tell them we don't want to live according to your rules. We live we live this way. We live with the people we want to. You can't force this on us, right? That's the fight. Uh, and you do that by uh, surrounding yourself with good people in a good community, people you trust. And especially when the shit hits the fan, uh, that's going to be the most important thing. The, your, your greatest asset is going to be your community. doesn't matter how much you've stocked up. doesn't matter how much you know, weapons you have to defend yourself or food you have in your freezer or anything like that. If it gets bad enough, you'll have roaming gangs and you'll, you'll, you'll have like the road scenario uh, on our hands. Uh, Jimmy Fallis says uh, CDC uh, is, uh, stands for Commie Democrats Cunts. There you go. Thank you, Jimmy. Black Phillips says Henrik. I was referring to this about Pfizer. Let me see here. Um, 
Jewish immigrant leading Pfizer's vaccine hope, uh, hopes U.S. stays a melting pot. What the hell is this? The new Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, like the Moderna one, announced Monday is made uh, from mRNA, a relative new technology that Dolston says will allow companies to combat pandemics in the future. What the hell does this have to do with a melting pot? Let me see if I can pull this in. What the hell is this? This is weird. Um, let me see here. I do want to do the UK segment here, but let me just pull this in real quick. What the hell is this? <clears throat> what what does this have to do with anything here? Jewish immigrant leading Pfizer's vaccine hopes US stays a melting pot. What the, f- what the fuck is this? When Michael Dolston, the head of the uh, sci- the head science uh, scientist at Pfizer, heard the last. Um, heard the news last week that the COVID-19 vaccine he has been helping to develop for the better part of the year was over 90% effective, which is not, we know that now, it's driving the pandemic. Bullshit, this is back from November 2020. He and his colleagues uh, literally leapt with the joy at a corporate office in Connecticut. What does this got to do with melting pot? Let me just, is it because like, oh, without a Jewish immigrant, this wouldn't happen? Is that what this is? She was keen to experience a bit of the American melting pot, particularly the New York area, he said. Um, he went to work. Oh, for oh, I see what you're saying. For the AstraZeneca thing? <clears throat> was that what it was about? I see. In our, he went to work for Sweden's two largest drug companies at the time, Pharma, Pharmacia, where he was asked to build a new institute to develop medicines, and then the Astra Aktiebolag, which would later become part of the British, British AstraZeneca. Uh, okay, I'll check that out. Interesting. <sighs> Oh, something. It's like now the vaccine success has to do with like, if we didn't replace you white people, you would not have the one, the wonderful vaccine, I guess. Thank you for the link. I'll, I'll check that out in more detail. Uh, that's insane. That's absolutely crazy. All right. Let me uh, play this other stuff here out of the UK. So, yeah, he was denied. Um, so here's a clip proving to you uh, that it's obviously because of health. All of this is about your health. Well, what about all the people that have been denied help at hospitals and who are in critical need uh, of of um, uh, treatments which have all been paused and put on the back end and they don't even care anymore. They won't allow you in. L- listen to this clip here. Um, heartbreaking what they're doing to some of these old uh, English guys. Listen to this. So I rang up uh, the doctor for an appointment. I was categorically refused an appointment and told to take a photograph and send it in. I'm sorry, but I'm a bit, a bit emotional. Uh, I then took the photograph and sent it in, and to my delight, they rang me back a few hours later and said, the doctor said, you've got an infection, we'll give you some antibiotics. I took the antibiotics, obviously, for over a week, and uh, several weeks later, my wife said to me, you need to ring the doctor again, it's getting worse. So I rang the doctor again to be categorically told that the doctors wouldn't see me. I then said to them, I've been double jabbed, I'll wear a mask, I'll even wear rubber gloves, but I insist on seeing a a doctor. Anyway, they did see me this time, and they referred me to have a biopsy done, uh, of which they told me it was cancerous. And I was then referred to um, Leicester Royal Infirmary, where I was told, because of the delay, it was not probable, and I've got less than 12 months to live unless I have therapy. 
I'm now having therapy, but I'm in terrible pain. And it's just disgraceful. If the doctor had seen me back in February, I'm sure they could have been able to operate and remove it. I've since shown that photograph to many, many medical professionals, and none of them can believe that I wasn't referred directly to dermatology to have it inspected. Yep. They want to kill you, right? Do you understand? They want to kill you. They want these old people dead. They want them gone. They want them out of the picture, uh, you know, totally. And then they claim, well, well, the vaccine will protect you. And then all these people that have suffered and died because they, these, the hospitals don't have, admit new people. They don't help people out. It's it's despicable, right? Uh, but remember, but all of this is about your health, obviously, right? But you can go on and die and we're not going to help you at all. These are heroes, these people at these institutions. All the dancing TikTok nurses, well, they are heroes, ladies and gentlemen. So there have been some protests and quite significant ones over in the UK over the um, issue of pitching this to the kids, right? The, the vaccine to the kids. So there was a group of demonstrators that were actually trying to breach the headquarters of the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regist- Regulator Agency, the MHRA in London on Friday, uh, protesting obviously the how they're trying to, you know, push this on kids now, the vaccine. Uh, Here's some uh, footage here uh, of the tensions between the protesters and the cops. Look at this. There you go. Uh, and there's more here. Uh, I'm sorry, let me pause this real quick here. Uh, here's more, another angle here. There you go. So things are are definitely heating up in the UK, and they're pushing back. I mean, it's uh, it's good to good to what can I say? It's good to see it. That someone these people have to be they have to know that this is an unpopular opinion. People don't want this. Don't mandatory. Don't make this mandatory. Not for our kids. Not for anybody. Uh, there needs to be pushback, and so this is what happens. This is what happens when people don't uh, want what you're selling them. Uh, in Ireland, we've seen some as well. Another quick cl- uh, clip here. Not uh, violent, but uh, they're dropping banners and other things uh, over some of the highways there. Uh, 22 vaccine deaths in Europe so far is one of the uh, signs says right there. And then they talk about the uh, the... RTE, the main outlet uh, in uh, Ireland, there being a propaganda <laughs> propaganda arm, absolutely accurate, right there. You can see it. RTE are propaganda, I think murderers. It's at the at the bottom there. So Ireland is uh, waking up as well. Uh, Italy is very it's very bad uh, in Italy. We've seen a significant protest in Italy, uh, but the ruling class with the uh, Draghi, the former banker. It's always why is it always these bank what? 
every time, especially in these European countries, we've seen the former finance minister, like in nine out of ten times, have moved into the prime minister role. It's always the banker who is tied into the financial system is all about the money, right? Seen that in so many, many times. So he's a, I forget what, it was at Italy's central bank or something he headed up, or the, was it the EU central bank or something? I forget, anyway. So Italy may eventually make the COVID-19 vaccine shots compulsory for all, Draghi said. It's incredible. Italy may eventually make the COVID-19 inoculations compulsory for everyone of eligible age and plants to start administering booster vaccine shots later this month to vulnerable people. Prime Minister Mario Draghi said on Thursday, the government has already made it mandatory for medical workers to get vaccinated if they want to be paid. There it goes. You just take the money. No jab, no pay. No jab, no bank account, no, no jab, no food. Parallel society now. But Draghi said everyone may be uh, obliged to get a shot when the EU health authorities give full approval of the vaccines. I'm chasing a flyer. Yeah, so it's the same thing happening uh, in the EU that's happening uh, in America. They're just slightly ahead on the, uh, on the fake approval, basically, right? The European Medicine Agency, EMA, has given conditional approval to four vaccines. This could be upgraded to so-called standard marketing authorization after further checks, at, at which point, Draghi said, they could become compulsory for all. Such a move would likely spark fierce opposition. In a country that has seen a rise in skepticism about all counts of vaccines over the past decade, and where health experts have promoted inoculations, have faced verbal abuse and threats from no-vax opponents. Yeah, gee, I wonder why. Just, uh, you're just killing people, that's all. Injuring people. And even if you, be even if you believe, and it's the safest thing ever, there, sh there should be, they, they, they should not be able to force this by law. This, whatever the law says, the law is wrong and it needs to be rewritten. You cannot force anybody to take an experimental medical technology like this. Draghi denounced these attacks, telling a news conference that such violence is particularly odious and cowardly when it's directed against those in the front line of the fight against the pandemic. Yeah, you have totally not you know, jumped on this opportunity to advance your own political goals. The Prime Minister told reporters that he confidently, uh, he was confident that 80% of Italians aged 12 and over would be fully vaccinated by the end of the month against 70.5% at present. That's high. Is it that high, really? Is it really that high? Guardian had it too. Italy could soon make COVID-19 vax mandatory, says Prime Minister. Um, so here's uh, some of the things that he was subjected to. Um, Draghi, when he's doing the presentation. Look at this. And will underpin the firm. And, and, <laughs> dictatorship! And, ECB dictatorship! And, ECB dictatorship! And, ECB dictatorship! What is, what, what is she saying there? Chat, do you, do you hear? And, Vichy, Vichy dictatorship? What is she saying? Look at this cow there, like a woman. Oh my god, a woman is coming at me. Look and will underpin the firm. <laughs> that's right. the, 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 the banker's defense right there, you see, that's the move. That's and, and ECB dictatorship! And ECB dictatorship! And ECB dictatorship! And ECB dictatorship! 
end this dictatorship. Is that what she, it sounds like she says something else. End Vici Vici dictatorship. But I don't know. Maybe it's just. Um, yeah, she did get pretty close, uh, though. But uh, there you go. What are you gonna What are you gonna say? Uh, totally denounced this kind of stuff, <clears throat> especially in uh, mine uh, in Minecraft. We denounced this stuff. Um, not good at all, right? But uh, well, you know, what are you gonna do? Show them that it's uh, not popular. Um, Okay, here's the, as we go into Australia, so COVID-1984 is on the forefront the most right now, I'd say, in Australia. It's, it's, it's very, very bad. Uh, it's extremely bad in, uh, in Australia. Uh, so we do have a little bit on that to show, show you what they're doing uh, with uh, passing bills of different kinds to stifle dissent online. And, and, and no, it's not just about, you know, controlling misinformation around COVID. It's like... Uh, to stop, uh, you know, supposed uh, offensive speech on the internet, and this is again, is, is of course to so that they will know exactly who says what, and that they can go and arrest them and charge them, like that they're trying to uh, uh, make it uh, illegal to to be anonymous on, on the internet, basically. Uh, let me see. I've, I didn't see this yet. This is um, who said was it? Jack uh, uh, Jack Roberto sent this clip uh, here. Let's take a look at this. Australia is already planning and warning about indefinite vaccinations. So let's listen. Countries like Israel see their cases surge to she has a, it's a beautiful mug, this lady here. Look at that. But we're now watching countries like Israel see their cases surge to spark high vaccination rates. How important are boosters to maintain? So it's the, uh, the, the, face of, uh, the face of compassion, uh, boys and girls. Physiognomy, check. Maintaining this no lockdown plan and how soon we need to get them so that we can maintain these freedoms we're being promised. We need to get used to being vaccinated with COVID vaccines for the future. Um, I can't see that COVID is not going to be with us forever. Um, maybe in the future we can have even better vaccines and coverage across the world to achieve that. I mean, as a public health doctor, we always want to have diseases go um, get totally eliminated, but that's not on the horizon oh, no, in course. the near future. So booster doses, repeat doses will be part of it. You know, there'll be different advice about different schedules, which doses you get. But at the moment, our priority has to be getting first and second doses into people. And there will be recommendations about booster doses in the future. And I can assure you that the Commonwealth Government has, produced, has purchased a large quantities of vaccine into 2022. And this will be a regular cycle of vaccination and revaccination as we learn more about when immunity wanes. When immunity wanes or something, or what she say there? <sighs> wow. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. It's incre fucking incredible how they're doing this, right? And the way that this is now the driver of the pandemic, this is now what's going to make people sick. This is now what's going to cause new strains. This is now that's what's actually going to start killing people while they're selling it to us that this is the only and one silver bullet fix. This is the magical juice. As um, Rachel Maddow's sister of our MSNBC said, right, we play the clip. This is one time there's this things like this doesn't work like this in nature. But this one time we have it. It's this magical thing. It will solve everything. And that's the very thing that's going to that's going to start killing us. That's the thing that's going to end civilization. That's the thing that's going to cause the shit to hit the fan. That's the thing which is enabling the, the planned collapse of our societies. It's they're 
they're doing this. It's like sometimes it's it's just unbelievable to think that it's it's that it's coming in this way, that it's happening in this in this way, right? So the Australian federal government is planning to de-anonymize internet usage by introducing a social credit system that will combat so-called online abuse. Police will have access to individuals' social media accounts, which be, will be linked to people's, guess what, digital health passports, the COVID passports, your digital identity, right? Conveniently, of course, this is this proposal is is perfectly tied into the the agenda of the digital ID that we've exposed and talked about many times now. Uh, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, ID twenty twenty. Many of these other groups have been working towards this way since before the pandemic, and now, of course, it can be brought in with uh, the excuse of trying to stop COVID nineteen. Uh, and that's why we have to have it. So this is a news report on these new IGs, uh, IDs. A radical plan to crack down on social media abuse is being considered by the federal government. For more, Nine's Oliver Haig joins us live in Adelaide. Ollie, how will it work? Lala, good morning. Essentially, it will work the same as a passport. Australians forced to submit 100 points of identification, like their driver's licence or passport, when using social media accounts like Facebook and Twitter. Now, police would have access to those social media accounts, and it's all part of a crackdown on online abuse. Now, users could be liable for defamation suits or even criminal prosecution, and it's all part of a plan hoping to deter people from engaging in bad behaviour. Now, the recommendation were handed down by a federal parliamentary inquiry. They're reforms that are being considered by the Morrison government, with the chairman saying there is merit to remove, to remove uh, the veil of being anonymous. Layla? <laughs> All right, it, it ends there. Let me go back out here. Uh, yeah, someone was commenting on... Uh, <clears throat> let me see here. Where did I go? Uh, this woman here too, the the sun the sun Paku eyes, <laughs> who, who, who said that? Uh, Jack Roberto, yeah, says uh, or Robert. Jack Robert, I said, I said Roberto. It's just because it's a zero at the end of your name there. Jack Robert, um, she has sun Paku eyes. AOC has them too. Look up AOC sun Paku eyes. Same crazy psychopath. Yeah, it's true. It's it's uh, so apparently there's two ways, right? If you have white above the eye, it, it, it shows. I think that the you have like internal, uh, you know, like mental issues and stuff. If you have the too much white below, I think there's something you're you're afraid of the external or something. Like there's like a lot of these crazy, you know, crazy women like that, <laughs> and they have this this crazy crazy look, right? Oh, that's Jimmy Savile, good company there with um, Hillary Clinton too. Uh, I'm not sure who that is, uh, but there you go. Yep, exactly. Wonderful, wonderful people. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, um, Australia. That's right. <clears throat> Australia considers social media ID requirements. Uh, and you've gotten the gist of what this what this is about and how they'll bring about this, too. Uh, let me see here. So this is the document here. Let me show you. Um, inquiry into family, domestic, and of sexual violence. This, so this document has, it, it's like related to this law, as far as I understand it. Um, there's a section here. Yeah, the, the Australia is proposing to ending online anonymity to, to partially to protect women. 
this is part of a proposal put forth in March 2021 to combat family slash domestic slash sexual violence. But interestingly, in this document, they have a part about COVID as well. Of course, everything is COVID now. COVID response. Got to use COVID. Let me go down here to the right section. Um, where is it here? Oh, Jesus, look how many times COVID is mentioned here. Um, yeah, here's the part here. In section, well, this is a different one. Uh, three, six, was it? Let me see here. Which section was it? 365. Jesus, this just goes on and on. Let me see here. Oh, wow, that just goes on and on forever. One second, guys. 365, where is it? There you go. Okay, here we go. Uh, in section 3.65, I should say, the document states that COVID funds are being funneled into this effort to the tune of $150 million. Large proportions of this is then funneled into women's legal services. It also discusses educational programs. At recommendation 30, things get interesting. Slash Orwellian, the document suggests appropriate technology used is a shared community responsibility. Or appropriate technology use, I should say. It's a shared community responsibility. Also, there should be greater clarity around a platform's obligation to remove content, including uh, through the Online Safety Act. Again, this is Australia, but this will coming to the rest of the West at, at, at any moment, right? There, the, the, Australia is ahead on a number of issues, but eventually it will be, you know, you know, Canada has had on the climate lockdown thing. I think that they're going to be almost number one on that. And then these things are going to spread to the other countries, right? Uh, goes on here in the document says, also, there should be greater clarity around a platform's obligation to remove. Co okay, we talked about that. In order to open slash maintain an existing social media account, customers should be required by law to identify themselves to a platform using 100 points of ID in the same way the person must use um, uh, driver licenses and these kinds of things like that we talked about or a mobile phone account. And that information should be available to authorities upon request by the e-safety commissioner. So obviously this is a, a very slippery slope to ending online anonymity uh, forever. Uh, this will basically end, they're trying to end people's ability to be uh, system critical, right? Dissenting and, and this kind of stuff that they can deem anything at any point to be uh, illegal. Uh, and then when they've done that, they can punish you and they can go after you. They can make examples out of people. It, it's the Cheka, the, the woman we showed there earlier. She, she's the face of the Cheka, right? Uh, the uh, the Soviet uh, secret police. And they will find different ways of punishing you for saying the wrong things on the internet. If you have someone's post that takes off to start influencing people, well, they can criminally prosecute you and charge you. That's what this is about. They're ending this the, this thing you know we knew, used to know as the internet. That's coming to a close. That's ending forever, basically. If they get their way, don't get me wrong, if they get their way, if enough people push back, I think they're pushing too far, too fast, too hard. It's too much. People are not going to take this lying down. But if they are, oh, well, get ready, get ready, because you're going to live in the pod. You're going to be strapped into your virtual headset. You're going to be not be able to leave. You're going to be in a pod and they're going to feed you the bugs. And you're going to get vaccinated, too. Look at this. Even the even the even the liberal Atlantic. Even the far-left Atlantic says Australia traded away too much liberty. How long can a de democracy maintain emergency restrictions and still call itself a free country? Let me read, let me read a little bit here. There was one section. 
I think I saw it flying around on um, here. Look at this here. Intrastate travel within Australia is also severely restricted, and the government of South Australia, one of the country's six states, developed uh, developed and is now testing an app as Orwellian as any in the free world to enforce its quarantine rules. Returning travelers quarantined at home will be forced to download an app that combines facial recognition and geolocation. The state will text them at random times, and thereafter they will have 15 minutes to take a picture of their face in the location where, where they are supposed to be. Should they fail, the local police department will be sent to follow up in person. We don't tell them how often or when on a random basis that they have to reply within 15 minutes. Primer uh, Stephen Marshall explained, I think every South Australian should feel pretty proud that we are the na national pilot for the home-based quarantine app. That's right, you should be pretty proud. You should be pretty proud that this is happening to your country. Anyway, they go on here, and I mean, it's just, it just gets worse. It's it's insane. This is this is re it's returning to the prison colony that it once was. That that's what they're doing. That they're subjecting a former prison population to prison like conditions now. It, it's we're going back. And remember the kid that was couldn't meet his parents anymore because it was travel restrictions and he had crossed the the, the long ride uh, long ride sorry the wrong lines. At the wrong time, and therefore he couldn't see his mo mother and, and father. So anyway, he's finally, he was, wow, can you believe it? He was reunited with parents after several days because of these dumb gay travel restrictions. Look at this here. Here's the mother here. A three-year-old child. Oh my god, they're letting him see his mother again. Can you believe that? And they, so they were trying. They were trying for a long time to keep this kid away. I think, okay, granted, I think he was with his grandparents, but the point still stands. What if what if those grandparents are not there at that time, right? They will prevent. They will. They will try to take your kids from you. Okay. This is just how dumb this is. <sighs> but it's for your health, you know. To make it's to make people feel good, right? Yeah, very generous of them. That's right. Okay. Let me... Uh, we're going to do a couple of more stories here. We have a couple of more clips, too. We have... Oh, the things are heating up there, too, in the, in the, uh, in the uh, school board meetings, which is kind of fun, too. But check out this first regarding the, uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the abortion ban in Texas. And, and I, I'm, I'm, of, I'm of two minds when it comes to this. One mind, it's it's fun to kind of see the 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 outrage and like we should be allowed to kill babies whenever we want. Hollywood celebrities freak out over the over Texas Taliban abortion law. Force vasectomies on men instead. That's right. That that will be the that's that should be the fix, right? Hollywood celebrities have hit the panic button after Texas officially enacted its heartbeat abortion law early Wednesday, making it the first state to ban abortion once a fetal heartbeat is detected. Stars included Michael Moore, Amy Schumer, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, is that the uh, Seinfeld chick? Dave Bautista, Alisa Milano, and Amy Brenneman have hit out against Texas GOP lawmakers, dubbing them the Texas Taliban. 
and accusing them of enacting Sharia law. Force vasectomy on men, actress Rosanna Arquette tweeted. As Breitbart News reported, ab uh, abortion providers attempted to block the law at the last minute by beseeching the U.S. Supreme Court for an injunction. But the court has so far not ruled on the matter, though it could do so at any time. The Texas, didn't they uphold this or something? Is When is this from? First of September. I think they up upheld it, didn't they? On Friday or something? Uh, I could be wrong on that, though. Um, Texas, uh, Texas law also contains a unique enforcement mechanism allowing any private citizen to file a civil lawsuit against an abortion provider or any other individual who aids or abets a criminal abortion. And I did see some tweets, yes, that were going around uh, that uh, some angry Jewish women that were, this is against uh, really, we don't want to have these Christian laws. It's part of our religion to do abortion. <laughs> it's like these crazy, I saw these crazy tweets going around. Uh, it's funny. I don't even know, are they real accounts or are they actually, I guess they're sincere about that or whatever, but they see it as a human right to kill their, their babies at, at any point. Because it's their body and their choice, not the baby's body, not their choice. The pro-life victory had triggered Hollywood stars who are urging their fans to fight back. Michael Moore is going in there, Amy Schumer, of course. Um, and so, but then, so you look at the people who are also protesting this and it's like, if you want, okay. So basically look at this clip here. Uh, and it's like, did, did Texas really think this through? What what are they what do they exactly do here? Who's the who are they preventing? This is the crowd they're preventing from having abortions. I'm sorry, but uh, maybe. It, Maybe we should allow these women, if they so please, <laughs> to do this. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm pro-abortion rights. Uh, all of a sudden, for some for some strange reason, I'm I, I'm pro-abortion rights. Look, I, I'm not trying to make light of this. It's it's an absolutely horrific thing, right? Of like, of a society that's killing its babies and killing its young like this. The way they're doing the medical experimentation, the ruthless ways that they're keeping these fetuses alive, they're cutting the blood flow to take parts of the liver to use it for stem cell therapies. They're they're, they're doing the most vile, and, and yes, using the word satanic, disgusting, evil things that you can ever imagine uh, on these babies, right? But then at the same time, I'm like, look, if, the, if if that's the mentality of these people, maybe these people are not the ones we want to reproduce. I'm serious. If if this is what they want to do, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe that maybe that's in a way natural selection to allowing these people to do that. Now the thing is, this should it, they're using abortion as a contraceptive. Now it's a now it's a statement. They're doing this to rub it in the face of conservatives who don't like that, right? Not doing it out of spite. What was it? I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. I want to be. I, I hope to be the first one that gets a uh, a artificial uterus and and get pregnant so that I can have an abortion. Right. That that's the in mental insanity of these people. These people are sick. There's something wrong with these people. If hey, and if they if they don't want to have kids, I'm fine with it. They want, if they don't want to have kings, I, I, was, reading, I was reading kings. Sorry, <laughs> if they don't have kids, uh, I read kings on the on the 
in the chat. Um, that's to, I'm totally fine with that, right? So now, the, now some of the activists have come to this radical conclusion. Look at this. This is amazing here. Maybe we should do birth control. Maybe birth control is a way out of this. This is ingenious solutions here. Can you believe this? I spent last night thinking of medical work arounds for this horrific law until it is rectified in the courts. So this is what I would tell my daughter and her friends if they were in Texas. I know this isn't enough, but as a mom and a doctor, I'm sharing my thoughts. Get on birth control. Yeah, you think? Any form that is reliable. Oral contraceptives, Nuva Ring, Nora Plant, IUD, something now. Absolutely, do it. Isn't that the best? Isn't this the best workaround? What about women not sleeping around and being irresponsible? What about knowing your cycle? What about being in touch with when you ovulate? Simple little mechanisms that they could teach these people so that they can figure out what's happening to their body and ensure that they don't end up killing babies as a way to make sure that they have some contraceptive solutions, right? But then you realize there's this other thing around this, then you realize, oh, but wait, there's a whole industry here that wants this for the kids, or, or, or they want these kids, they want those fetuses, they want the babies, they want to do research on them, they want to use them for stem cells. There are pharmaceutical companies using this, there's even cosmetic companies that are using stuff like this. I mean, it's the most wicked, disgusting thing ever. And you know that some of these fetuses, they go to the most gruesome, weird, transhuman, chimera-like experiments. Deep, deep labs somewhere that we don't even know the, na the names of, right? Military, all kinds of stuff. You know it. You know they. You know they're doing it, and that's why it's more important to them to have women sleeping around, being irresponsible, slutty, uh, out of touch, than to educate them and learn and, uh, and get them to to prevent it from happening to begin with. Because they need these fetuses. They need to experiment. They need this for for medical research. There are so many things here, right? So I'm surprised Texas did this, regardless how you view of it. And, and you know, jokingly, I'm saying, well, fine, maybe they should have abortion. Like, I'm, I'm OK with it. Um, they, they, it's I don't think it I don't think it will last. It will probably be a pushback. I'm very surprised. Uh, and I don't think the big pharma industry who controls many of the politicians will uh, allow this to stand for a long time. But yes, takeaway is, my God, these people are now uh, 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 proposing contra contraceptive and birth control. Unbelievable. Uh, and speaking of some of the people that were speaking out, I saw this earlier, and I thought, why not? Why not, boys? Here's something. Here's something for you guys. Something for you to uh, to you know wrap your eyes around. Somewhere to uh, you know some eye candy for you here. This is the Daily Mail articles here. Right? Lena Dunham strikes a pose in a bikini as she takes advice from the late Nora Ephron. I don't even know what that is about wearing swimsuits. And embracing body confidence. Yum, yum, boys. Huh? Lena Downham. What can you say? There's the uh, the lady here. Here she is. Beautiful Downham. Remember what was the... Uh, I, I dare you guys. Smash. Smash, boys. Uh, Lena Downham dances outside wearing sex one-piece bathing suit. Huh? What do you say? You uh, are you tempted? <laughs> the 
And this is like an, a new, uh, this is like an article by Daily Mail. That body type is beautiful though, huh? Am I right? Amazing. All right, so there you go. That's the uh, the frontline uh, the frontline guards of those pushing back against abortion. Um, someone's like, oh well, oh well. Uh, okay, back on track. Where are we here? <clears throat> Why do you hate on us so? Yeah, you're talking about me. Yeah, I know. I just I love you so much. I want to hurt you. Um, let me t- <laughs> let me take a couple of these on entropy here. Uh, Michael fifty seven de says uh, Ma- Mount is a Mountain Dew Mount Dew and other oh yeah Mountain Dew and other soft drinks use fetal cells as a flavor enhance. Is that true? I have never heard that. Is that true? Fetal cells as flavor enhancements. Wait, oh shit! Wrong keyboard again. I'm I'm booming out here. Um, let me just see here if I can find something on that real quick. Ah, wrong one. Jeez. Uh, fetal cells as flavor enhancements. Yeah, I guess Pepsi beverages. Let me see here. Let me be clear. There. Oh, okay, no, this is the the fact to check. Okay, they're saying there are not fetal kidney cells floating around in your in your drink. Okay, I gotta look into that. But I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. R- look, we know that they do a lot of weird stuff, and I wouldn't be surprised. Remember that? Um, uh, was it the Sandra Bullock that had that? Uh, she called it the penis cream. She had like. Um, circumcised baby boys circumcised uh, foreskin was being used for her facial creams I mean how can you not think that's satanic right uh, so going from one uh, satanic opinion to another look at uh, look at this look at this here look at this here is a anti-whites oh actually we should do the school boards first I forgot I'm, I'm, I'm beating myself to the punch we'll talk about the P- Pennsylvania professor in a bit here I do have a couple more Stories, and then we're going to wrap up here. But uh, parents are getting uh, completely uh, lit up here over the uh, bullshit pertaining to the the communist uh, Antifa teacher that gave students at his Sacramento class extra cu- curriculum points for attending and taking part in violent terrorist Antifa protests. Yes, that's right. We uh, saw that out of uh, Veritas. I didn't play the clip yet, but I'm sure you guys saw it. Absolutely crazy. He had an Antifa flag in his classroom and shit like that. Well, parents and people attending the school board is absolutely raging over this issue. And some of these boomers are finally waking up. Some of them are finally get stepping out there. They're starting to yell. They're getting in people's faces. Here's one guy. Listen to this here in reply to this story. My name is uh, David Aria. I live here in the community, and I was shocked uh, when I saw this on the news. I don't even hardly know what to say. Teaching communism in the public school system is complete. It's evil. It's nonsense, okay? I've been to the former Soviet Union seven times. I know what they do over there. I've worked with communist refugees for 40 years, since I was 12 years old. I know what it means when an entire family is blown to pieces and killed, okay? That's where this is going. This is evil. It's darkness. It is hell. And these are criminals for abusing our children. Boomer is right. The vice principal and the board has to go. I've heard that there's two other teachers teaching this at evil. There are three teachers. That's evil. Little innocent children sitting here. 
here that I see, I look in their faces. They are pure innocence, pure love. And these evil people are putting stuff into them. Okay, this has got to stop. And all of you people out there, you're men, ex-military, ex-law enforcement, current law enforcement, I'm ex-law enforcement. You need to be on the front line every day. All right, it ends there. But yeah, based uh, Ganyukomestia guy is right. I don't care how he looks. He's definitely, he's based and he's right. Uh, these people need to be held there accountable. So things are heating up, as I said, uh, at the school board meetings. And it's not only, of course, over commie uh, bullshit being taught to your kids, uh, murders, uh, terroristic Marxism, Antifa doctrine and all that anti-white uh, despicable things. Um, also, of course, over the uh, mask issues, uh, here's one woman, uh, and I believe they, mute, they ended up muting her mic, of course, because they don't want to hear people speak uh, about the things that uh, reflect negatively uh, on the school board members. Listen to this here. My name is Melissa. I have two daughters in the school system. These are demonic entities, and we need to stick together. Remember, we have authority in Christ oh, Jesus. We, uh, These are demonic entities. Are we freaking out? All the school boards of all the United you States of America. You guys hear that? Is that on my end? No, I think that's... And all of us Christians uh, will be sticking there, together to... T- oh, wait. It's, oh, it goes over to mono. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's my fault. Let, let's continue playing it. That's uh, totally my fault. Uh, let's play it from the beginning. I uh, only have one ear PC, and I said it was mono. It goes over to mono for some reason. So anyway, let's. My name is Melissa. Listen. I have two daughters in the school system. These are demonic entities, and we need to stick together. Remember, we have authority in Christ Jesus. These are demonic entities in all the school boards of all the United States of America, and all of us Christians will be sticking together to take them all out. All the police officers that kick us out for our First Amendment right will also be going down with them. Do you understand? I'm a nurse, infectious disease, 13 years. Masks don't work. These doctors that sit up here that were sneering at us and looking at us like we're scumbags, they need to go back to fucking medical school. Ma'am, you're out of order. Please. This is your last warning. And then they silence their mic. Communications. They need to remember, natural immunity is best. You are all demonic entities. Me, you are going you, to be you, taken down. Me, you Lord- already had your first warning, and this is your last. She cannot speak anymore. The following individuals, please line up. Yeah, and then they silent her. Uh, I'm think- What do they sound like? Was it the... Uh, well, there's one in... Uh, the, the, the boys have been watching... Um, Monsters Inc. <laughs> There's that one, the the woman in the front desk there was like, um, like she's kind of like the government worker, right? The in uh, Hitchhiker's Gal- Ga- uh, Guide to the Galaxy, are uh, they called the Vogon? Is that what it is? I, I'm googling that quick. Uh, Douglas, Douglas Adams, right? His uh, book and film later on. You, you're out of, you're out of order. Like, there's no soul left in these people whatsoever. These, <laughs> these disgusting, just droned. What, like, what are they doing on these boards? It's almost like this. These, all of a sudden, a bunch of conservatives have just woken up and realized, like, they've always just voted in like national election or like the president or something, right? And now all of a sudden, they're like, shit, that's right. Like, 
the school boards, the, the the city council, right? All these all these local small decision, decisions that are made all the time, where they've been nudging forward for decades and changing the culture, changing how your kids are taught. Now they're masking them up. They're going to force them to take vaccine and all these kinds of things, right? So there's uh, another clip here too, uh, out of Florida, uh, when angry uh, parent here in Seminole County. Uh, this is at Florida. I went to the school board meeting uh, to protest against the mask mandates. And, of course, the guy actually ended up finally turning on Fox News, too. So the, some of the, these boomers are waking up. Um, uh, because, of course, so they're, they're always citing that, and that's the only thing that, that lasts or whatever. Uh, listen to this here. Order. Allow the speaker to finish. Thank you. The deep state medical establishment wants all of us to be depopulated. I know you guys think that's a conspiracy theory, but it's not. It's a conspiracy fact. They're all in cahoots with each other to depopulate us. They want us divided. They want all of us to fight each other so they can win. This is good versus evil. Evil's not going to prevail. All you've done is awaken a sleeping giant here. Every parent here wants freedom except maybe some of them that are brainwashed by the deep state media. I used to watch Fox News deliberately. I'm a conservative. I won't even watch that now because Hannity, all the rest of them are Let me tell you who I do listen to which are renowned doctors. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Christine Northrup, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko. Dr. Lee Merritt, Dr. Simone Gold, and Dr. Scott Atlas. Those are true doctors. They get Joseph Mercola out there. Did you say him? Go against deep state narratives. Guess what? You can't even find them on Google or anything. So here's where I suggest you go. Duck, duck, go, and you can find. Uh, sorry, man. I got to disappoint, but uh, <clears throat> nope. I don't think the. Uh, the tribesman over there is very good. Uh, doing comparative searches, it's it's almost as bad as Google. Now. Sorry, let me go duck, back there. Duck, go, and you can find... And Swiss cows is better. Wrap up your comments. Where are we at? Please wrap up your comments. Your time's up. How many minutes do I have left? Zero. <laughs> so anyways, I want all of you to think real carefully because... If you're up for re-election next year, it's going to be very difficult because when the truth does come out and all the people that believe in masks realize they were lied to and conned, I don't even think they're going to vote for you either. Thank you. Thank you. Your time is up, please. So, um, no, your time is up. I that all of you turn off the fake news, stop living in fear, embrace freedom of choice over fear. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, hear me out on this though. What if, what if now they're turning on the now they're actually going to actually release something which actually is going to cause real people to die? These people are going to be like, freedom, no masks, no. And I'm not saying the masks to work, but I'm saying like you know if you would have chosen N95 masks or something like that. Um, I don't know. Just it's just I'm just throwing that out there for you. Like, just keep that in mind that you know they might have even understood. Like these people are clearly they're not going to take this vax. They're not going to do they're like they're not going to comply. Okay, well, go to you know, go to Plan C, uh, sixty-four uh, B, and then just you know, release, release the the real thing, and uh, and and we ensure that these people die. I don't know. Nothing is beyond them at this point, but uh, it's disheartening to see that uh, <clears throat> we're we're at such mercy of these people who can just do anything on, against us. The, the The point is, these people. If we get through this, just as John Waters said, right. If we get through this, if we come out the other end of this, every single 
institution in the Western world will have to be dismantled. All of these people that have been sitting on positions, be it managerial or controlling or political or influential or NGOs or anything like that, bankers, financial, health agencies, they are going to need to be removed. I mean, the, this, this might solve itself in the sense that if this is the planned collapse of society and civilization, we're not going to have any of these things in the, in the, at the end of it, right? But we got to make sure that if they are executing their plan to have 500 million people left on this planet and they don't want you to be one of those, but if you are one of those, that you don't live in some kind of you know new digital mental prison by some new technology or something, like just horrific conditions that they impose on the rest of the population that remains, uh, that's a very real, tangible option here. The other, the other weird option to this is they might be culling their own very supporters and those who are left, and, and unless they have something up their sleeve for us to control us, which I'm sure they have, but if they don't, they're going to be left with the most rebellious segment of the population, <laughs> having nothing standing in the way between us and them. And I'm not sure that they, they would... Uh, I know they're stupid and reckless, but are they that stupid and reckless? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Cuckfree Zone says uh, Durham, speaking about um, uh, Lena, I guess Lena, oh, Dunham, Lena Dunham, uh, wouldn't wouldn't look bad if she lost 250 pounds. Really? Dunham wouldn't look bad. I think she would look bad even if she lost 250 pounds. I don't know. It's not for me, but uh, knock yourself out, uh, Cuckfree Zone. Uh, Den, <laughs> Den Mother says, I really have a beef um, that these holy rollers are able to claim all the conservative stuff. Yeah, let me see what is, what's that in the um, in relation to um, not to this guy, right? No, I think it was from earlier. Sorry, I'm, I'm missing relation, what that's in relation to. Um, but yeah, much of the conservative movement overall is just kind of, you know, uh, dumb at this point. But some of them, they, they mean they mean us when they say that. They, if they don't talk about their own group, they talk about the other side, which is, like, you know, in their view, conservatives or even Fox viewers or MAGA people or whatever. Um, thank you, Dan Mother. Appreciate that. Blas Aliso says, sounds like the boomer ditched Fox News for InfoWars. <laughs> yeah. And it's a better step. Let me, much better step. Might not be the whole truth and the only truth, but it uh, it is um, a lot better than, than Fox News. Um just got to keep searching, right? You just got to keep pushing. Uh, okay, so here's the Pennsylvania story right here. Pennsylvania professor teaches white people committing suicide can be an ethical act. A professor employed at, let me close that out, uh, a Catholic university, there we go, the based Catholic universities again in Pennsylvania said on camera that there are merits to the claim that it's ethical for white people to commit suicide. White people should commit suicide as an ethical act, said a quote in a slide for a presentation hosted by Duchesne, is that, or Duchesne's University psychology professor Derek Hook, or Hook. And there's an accompanying clip here. Let's uh, listen to that, what he said here regarding this. Professor of psychology defends the quote, white people should commit suicide as an ethical act. He made the assertion that white people should commit suicide as an ethical act. And here's a, a quote from him directly. The reality in South Africa today is that most white people spend their whole lives only engaging black South Africans in subservient positions. My question is then how can a person not be racist? Yeah, because they should run society because they built it all, right? They should just have every position of power. It's not good enough. Just hand it all over. If that's the way they live their lives. The only way then for white people to become part of Africa is not to exist as white people anymore. If the goal is to dismantle white supremacy and white supremacy is white culture, then the goal has to be 
has to be to dismantle white culture and ultimately white people themselves. The total integration into Africa by white people will also automatically then mean the death of white people as white as a concept would not exist anymore. But, but, he's, ta so, but he's talking about white people though. That's why it says, then the goal has to be to dismantle white culture and ultimately white people themselves. It's not about whiteness or some kind of circumvention or try to get out of something legally to not you know, go after. Well, I'm just talking about whiteness. No, no, anybody can, any, anybody can have suffer from whiteness. Yeah, but this is this is what your kids are being taught. This is your, I don't know, what is Pennsylvania, which university was it again? Some professor there, but like this is what the, this is. Do you want to pay? Do you want to pay? I don't know, twenty thousand, thirty thousand. What does it cost? Sixty thousand a year to go college in in America? Like, and the, and they're being taught this. I don't know. Maybe it's some free dumb college. I don't know. But the the point is, fucking get them out of there. More. So here's the kind of crazy gambits um, of this talk. I want to suggest that psychoanalytically, we could even make the argument that there was something ethical in Delport's statements. Now, I suppose, you know, parenthetically, we could say that Delport's kind of a, a young, fired up academic, and maybe, you know, there's a little bit uh, too much of a dramatization in some of his, his comments. But nevertheless, I want to make the argument that there is some kind of ethical dimension to his, his provocations. Um, I think that Delport took his white audience to the threshold of a type of symbolic extinction, or at least the contemplation of what that might be. He took them to a proposed end of whiteness. Or in more psychoanalytic terms, we could say that Delport offered his white audience the opportunity, one they didn't seem to appreciate for the most part, but the opportunity to contemplate what we could call the castration of, of whiteness. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're, unless you're Jewish, why don't you begin with yourself then? Right? <clears throat> Do you even belong to the white group? If you don't, go right ahead. Just castrate yourself and then and throw yourself off a building. I'm, I, won't, I won't complain, sir. This is part of an anti-racist discussion on nice white therapists held by AAPCWV. What is that? Is that the... Anyway. And then they set the video to private. And then they took it down. Okay, here we go. The American Association for Psychoanalysis in Clinical Social Work. Okay, so this part... Oh, yeah. So we've seen the slew of the psychology, the different fields and faculties and different type of branches of different psychology groups have started associating itself with this type of thinking and like the anti-white rhetoric and stuff we've exposed i think two different ones right one was this yale psychology professor the crazy one who talked about how you want to kill people and blow their brains the white people and want to blow their brains out and then a while back it was that other professor i forget what his name is now but there's a number of them that have done that um yeah but there you go um that's 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 totally fine though you can teach that in 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 classes uh, but of course, uh, white supremacy uh, is the problem. So Biden was recently addressing the issue of hate. And of course, he's not talking about this hate. It's not to, there's only this only works in one direction is if if a white person doesn't like to be replaced, if he wants to live with his own people, if he's a proud white man, he's a problem. He's the enemy. He's the terrorist. He needs to be removed. It's anti, you know, some anti-Semite somewhere. Um, someone who doesn't like uh, subversion by our societies, our institution, that they're, they're, they're a problematic anti-Semite and they just hate everybody, want to murder everybody. Um, so he won't address the anti-white hatred. Every time they address hatred, it's only from one group and it's only from white people that it exists. Listen to this. I used to think that uh, hate could be defeated. It could be wiped out. 
But I learned a long time ago, it can't. It only hides. It hides. It hides under the rocks. And given any oxygen at all, it comes out. It's a minority view, but it comes out, and it comes out raging. And it's been given too much oxygen in the last four, five, seven, ten years. And it has seen itself, whether it was, I remember spending time at the, you know, uh, go, going to uh, the, uh, you know, the Tree of Life Synagogue, speaking with them. It just, it just is amazing these things are happening, happening in America. And I guess the point I want to make is that um, it just shows that uh, if we walk away from never again, um, it's going to happen again. <laughs> it can't happen again. Yeah. And yeah. so the, 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 the white guess, is fine, though. The point I'm making is that the attack in Pittsburgh, those attacks, all anti-Semitic attacks, aren't just a strike against the Jewish community. They're a strike against the soul of our nation and the values which we say we stand for. No matter its source or stated rationale, we have to and will condemn this prejudice at every turn alongside other forms of hate. Yeah, there you go. So that's uh, Joseph R. Biden for you right there, uh, who, of course, can only address this from one angle. The stuff that we saw with uh, all the, like, castrating whiteness, ah, that's fine. Talking about whites committing suicide as an ethical act, eh, all that's good, that's fine, don't worry about it. It's this, uh, even the people that he, this guy killed in Afghanistan is worse than any white supremacy attack that we've seen the last few years. An alleged one. Many times the link doesn't even exist. These people kill people all the time. It's nothing about that. They kill uh, people with their policies, with their financial, uh, bad financial policies. They're driving people out of their homes. They're do like, they're, they're, anyway, you know this. These people are fucking criminal. That's what they are. So let's end uh, with a couple of clips here uh, from the... USDA actually were sending letters to farmers. I want to end on this on the planned coming collapse. And it kind of ties into some of the themes that we've been talking about today. Uh, these people, like you see on screen, these regime regime leaders, regime leaders and uh, uh, and their acolytes and their uh, lackeys and, and, and all the enforcers and stuff like that. They're they're planning a, a, a they're planning a collapse, right, of our civilization to take out as many people as they can, uh, to purge and to prune. And part of that is, of course, to control the food supply. That's how communists have done it many, many times. That's why you had things like the Holodomor um, in Ukraine at the time. It was part of the Soviet Union then, but uh, there was like a, a, one of the colonies, right? Uh, and it's always about the food. Always take control of the food. Always limit the food to cause starvation. Look at these two clips here, uh, videos from farmers that have received their letters from the US today, USDA force, is forcing them, this is what it sounds like, forcing them to destroy their crops or they will come in and do it. Listen to this. Well, TikTok, I finally got my letter yesterday. Um, the letter asking you to destroy some crops. Along with a letter, I had to sign for a certified package, um, which included these these two uh, binders, and then of course this three-ring binder on how to properly dispose of your crops. 
And as you can tell, it's on government paper. And as you can tell, um, this here is the affected area in my section of the county, um, closest town. And of course, you can't run away. They even know where you live. <laughs> so from the county tracks, then they break it down into these individual farm tracks that you have to destroy. And you can see the the crop or the field. The other cut off there, but he's showing the maps. Field maps I've shown you was all contracted corn to Anheuser Busch. It was to be shipped to the Colorado brewery for the production of Bush Light. If I was you, I'd be getting stocked up on Bush Light. Well, we don't need Bush Light, but the point remains this is just one farmer. I, I'm not, not a big fan of Bush Light, don't get me wrong. Uh, but the point stands, right, uh, that these people want to. Uh, control the food supply, and they do that with various crops, and uh, it might be going you know, more serious crops that are being hit too, of course. Uh, here's the second video. Uh, I'm not sure what he's growing. Maybe someone will just see it off of looking at the video. Uh, but so it's just, not just a one-off, right? We played clips uh, over and over and over again uh, over the last few months of this happening, whether it's they're cutting off water to them or they're just contacting farmers directly and saying, hey, you got to destroy your crops. Listen to this guy here. is paying farmers to destroy their crops and the simple answer to that is yes they are i initially heard about the government paying farmers to destroy their crops i thought it was a load of bullshit well lo and behold we received our destruction notice the other day so basically there's two options on how to destroy the crop the government could fly on agent orange or we could manually destroy the crop ourselves oh, we put too much blood sweat and tears in it to let them destroy it so we decided to manually do it ourselves Basically, it said if we used a lawnmower to destroy the crop, we could receive an extra $600 an acre. Something about the low carbon footprint or something. So, that's what we're doing. <laughs> now, they really didn't tell us how many acres to destroy. They just said, get after it and we'll be watching you from satellite. We'll give you a call when you've destroyed enough. So, I better get back after it. So what do you think? <clears throat> or get, is it just happened to a couple? Why would why would they be doing? Why would they be faking this, right? Um, so watch out because they're they're planning, folks. They're planning and they're scheming, and the coming collapse is 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 right there, right? Get prepared. Get some stuff. Get what you need to get what you need to do because you, we don't know how fast and how quick this will go. Is this only about getting us to eat some bugs or synthetic protein or something? Sure, yeah, maybe. Um, but I don't know. It just feels so super cynical. This kind of stuff, and uh, I don't think these boys are just lying for the heck of for for, for clicks on on TikTok. But uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. All right. Boys and girls, we're going to start wrapping up right there. Thank you so much for joining us today. Do appreciate it. Hope you had a good time. I certainly do. So it was a pleasure being with you. Thank you for spending some time with us. Let me um, uh, let me read the last few ones here. Uh, JP says, Cuck-free zone needs to get go to crack-free zone with that compliment of Lena Dunham. <laughs> there you go. Cuck-free zone. So I was hoping... Uh, hoping that farmer was going to create a crop circle of a middle finger. Yeah, that would have been something. I, I do agree. That would have been actually a good one. Thank you, guys. Do appreciate it. Very kind of you. Let me check uh, these one last time. I don't think we have anything else on Odyssey. Have a great rest of your Friday, boys and girls, uh, wherever you're at, or a good start to your Saturday, or maybe you're heading off to bed, um, or maybe it's already uh, Saturday morning where you are. If you're watching in the archives, of course, 
that's 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 later on. I was investigating uh, a couple of ways to stream to Joshua TV. We have a channel over there. Uh, but then I also wanted to stream to our Telegram channel. They've opened that up now to, I think, an indefinite amount of um, jo joiners. What do you call it? Like the joining your video chat. Um, so some of you like that. You, you like, you know, Telegram, and that's great. And so I thought I was going to try to figure that out to, to next time. I, I don't think it's too complicated. I just got to kind of trick Telegram into thinking that my output signal feed is a webcam, essentially. I just have to figure out how to patch in the audio. But that should be pretty cool. Uh, otherwise, we can do you can do shorter, you know, uh, like cell phone, you know, or a webcam based, you know, uh, live stream or whatever. Uh, but so that should work. Uh, so, so heads up on that. If you're not following us on Telegram, uh, definitely make sure you are make sure you are followed over there. T.me slash Red Ice TV. Uh, there's a number of ways. Of course, we got a number of platforms. If you do want to watch the live streams on your like smart TV, you can, of course, it shouldn't be a problem. I tried this myself. Just go to redice.tv slash live and watch it right there. Uh, but another option is to use the Float app. Um, and so it's float.tv. So if you go to float.tv with like your web browser that your most smart TVs have, um, you should see our feed right there. I don't think it's too many right now. I'm not sure if you can add a forward slash, uh, you know, forward slash redice.tv if you go to float.tv. Uh, but I did see it on passing, and they, they they try to make that kind of somewhat easily accessible. So that could be one way too, just throwing that out there. Otherwise, of course, it's not so hard to go to float.app/redice.tv, but they don't have it at, at like the live stream right away on that page. You can click it in. You have to like click on li live now up in the corner, which I hope they change. Uh, but try it out. F L O T E, float. So it's float.tv, and then uh, you should be able to see our feed right there. So that's one method as well. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, I think that's it. Thank you to everyone super chatting today. Everyone over on Trovo, everyone over on Odyssey and VK. We do appreciate you. Red Ice TV, RedEyesMembers.com, of course. Next up is Weekend Warrior. And we might do a little bit of a different thing this uh, weekend. Uh, Lana won't be joining us. Um, so I might either, I haven't decided yet either. I'll just bring in a guest host and we'll do kind of a show somewhat normal. But I was thinking about just doing it live straight up um, in, in regardless uh, but I haven't decided yet, so I'm, I'm figuring out over the weekend. Tomorrow I'll do the prep for it, and I'll decide whether we do it live uh, or pre-recorded. But as always, you can watch that on RedEyesMembers.com. Head on over there, get a membership. There's a number of ways you can join us, of course. Um, we do have, if you want to use your credit or debit card, Subscribestar.com slash RedEyes. Sign up over there, then send us a message, a DM over on Subscribestar, or an email, RedEyes at ProtonMail.com. Let us know you signed up, and we'll activate your account on RedEyesMembers.com right away. The same thing you can do on Entropy. They have a month-to-month -month subscription there, too. Uh, it's only about, what, 99 cents more. Uh, they set the price on that. I don't, so that's why that's a, a differentiation between the price. They also have a one-time payment on Entropy, and, of course, you can sign up for a, a subscription as um, uh, up to two years, right? So three months, we have six months, nine months, one year, and two years. And the longer sub you get, the cheaper it gets per month as well. So that's a good way to drive uh, the price down. Otherwise, you can use the Cash app right there. I have that on screen. That works as well. Just include your username or email that you have on the Red Ice members website, and we can activate that right away. Otherwise, send us an email, and we'll uh, make sure you're activated. Uh, we also have an e-check or ACH option if you're in the U.S., the same way as you pay a utility bill. That's a great way. Otherwise, of course, you can do crypto, virtually any crypto. Uh, if you don't see it on RedEyesMembers.com when you click on sign up, you can uh, send us an email and let us know what crypto you'd like to pay with it. And most likely, we'll be able to uh, accept that. We do also have a mailing address 
right there on screen. That's one method that some people do prefer. That's uh, acceptable as well. Uh, and if you just um, you know snap a photo of the letter before you send it off and, and send us an email, and we can activate that for you right away. That way you don't have to sit and wait for the mail to arrive. Um, so that's an easy option as well. So join us over there. Weekend Warrior, of course, that's the exclusive show we do on Sundays for you guys who are members. But we do have other shows and videos as well. Second hour of many of the interviews. And yes, we're going to get back on the interview uh, train. I've, I've talked about that quite a few times. And, and it doesn't seem to, to, to happen because it's so busy. And with so many other with videos we're working on in the background too. Some of Lana's short uh, one. But uh, anyway, I appreciate your patience. Uh, we're overworked and understaffed. And of course, with your uh, support, we can actually once again try to get an editor board so we can get some help over here because we do need it. Uh, so it does help. Uh, we're also trying to uh, get uh, with 300 subscribers over on uh, Subscribestar. When we reach that, by the way, we're somewhat close. I forget where we're at. We, I think we have like someone like maybe 20 or maybe 30 left. Maybe it's less now. I got to check. When we reach that, we'll definitely do some uh, kind of exclusive stuff for members. Either we'll do like a marathon or something like that. Uh, we might do a specific show about a topic, maybe a specific video. Uh, we might do, I don't know, an AMA or something. What we'll do is we'll pull out a poll both on the members website and on Subscribestar and let you guys know uh, what you would like to uh, like to see. Maybe like a 20-hour stream. How about that? We'll see. All right. That's enough plugs. Thank you, guys and girls. I do appreciate it. Have a great rest of your weekend. Keep fighting. Keep pushing back. And remember, our ancestors are always watching. Make them proud. We'll see you guys later. Take care. Do you love Red Ice? Want more? Get access to exclusive material by signing up for a Red Ice membership. You'll be able to watch Weekend Warrior, our flagship show, the second hour of interviews, and other special feature videos only for subscribers. Were you a member and we lost you along the way? Renew! We love and appreciate you guys and gals and cannot do this without you. Help us be a sane voice, a lighthouse in the sea of insanity. As times get tougher, as people are searching for answers, they're going to need content like red ice. A little of all your support can go a long way. Thank you.